featuring Dallas Penn. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show. Get ready for CombatJackShow.com. <laughs> Yo. Get ready for combat. Combat Jack Show is powered by the Loudspeakers Network. Loudspeakers. You know what I'm going to tell you? Go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, comment. Do that shit. Oh, we got a great, great episode. Coming lined through. Lined up. And my microphone is, I can speak loud yeah, tonight. Yeah, man, what was going on with your microphone last week, Dallas? Some Penn? conspiracy shit. Your shit was... <laughs> Some straight conspiracy. You think Anil Dash put the ha- the whammy on you? Nah, nah. I mean, me and Anil Dash is cool, man. I fucks with Dash races. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a um greed head, greed head. We didn't greed talk head. about Big Baby Gandhi. I have a Punjabi uh, alias. <laughs> mm, what's your, Punjabi what's your, Hamdala. What's, what's, what's your Punjabi name, man? Dalvinder Singh. <laughs> is that your name? That's my Punjabi name. Who who bestowed you with that name, man? Uh, my man DJ Sharad. DJ Sharad. My homeboy Tapan Patel. Okay. You know yeah, that, was a, that, that, that was a great episode last week. Good man. times, yeah. good times. I really enjoyed dash. that, man, and it was good to see you. Now, now you scared me earlier today, Dallas. We had a a brief conversation, and we were talking, and you were like, you know, I'm I'm just bored, man. Oh and, yeah. And I want to talk I, about what are you bored about? Man? I am just I'm just bored, Combat Jack. I'm looking for I'm looking for that next high, man. I'm looking for that next. Uh, TV rub. I'm looking for that next uh, check. No, no. I I want excitement. I mean, definitely want to check. Are you not excited? I'm not excited. Why not? I mean, I mean, we're I'm not, here tonight. We're not I'm talking about. We're not. We're not talking to just rapper dudes anymore. Yeah, I know. Combat. I know but you got kind of bored with rapper dudes. You want to know something, Combat Jack? It's that. It's that drug that that TV cameras put on you. Mm. When you got a, a bunch of cameras and white people around you working, so the white people and the cameras change you. They made me feel. They made me feel special. Mm. Complex. We had that. We had that. We had that. We had that beautiful lady that would come. She was also white, Miss Katie. Katie and Miss Katie, and she would come and she would touch my face ever so gently. She had a nice, nice fatty. Miss mm. <laughs> Katie, I hope you're listening to Internet, this. Internet, I can't. I can't say that. I can't say that because keep well, it keep it heavy. You know, keep it heavy, yeah, yeah. Miss Katie. She was thick. She was thick and yeah. right, but but just and she and she made the guests feel so happy. I gotta just tell you something. Just that whole process of going through um, that we went through with Complex TV was was enriching and exciting. And I, I mean, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if our guests were going to show up. We still don't know what's up. happening. We still don't know what's happening. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, no, no. I mean, I apologize. I apologize, Combat Jack. No, I don't apologize. I, I if like, I made I, you feel. No, 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 no. You didn't make me feel. I just, if I hurt your feelings. No, you didn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> I mean, you know, no Los, Los Jets. <laughs> Yo, Just Blaze, what's up, man? We see you in the, in, in, in the Twitter sphere, man. Come back on the show, man. He was on 106 and Park. Was he? Yep. I'm all right. Doing so, his thing with so, so you're all right? You're all right, though, man? No, I'm here. I'm yeah. here. I'm here with y'all. Good to see y'all, man. I, actually, I feel real good tonight, too. I saw Matt Raz out in the uh, in the uh, the holding area. He's, He's real corporate right now, huh? Matt Raz is, Matt Raz is focused. He's no, focused. I walked outside, and I see Matt Raz on the phone, and he's like, Yes, yes, we got to get that taken care of, and we got to turn this around and make this. And I was like, "What the fuck is? What did you do to him? What happened to Matt Raz? What do you mean? What I did to him? I don't know what you did to the him." The loudspeakers he, network is 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 totally you know growing and expanding, and you know in development, and and there's other things we got to take care of other than jerking off in front of these whoa. microphones every week. You and, know what I'm saying? Matt Raz is taking advantage of his white privilege. Yeah, premium. man. You, I, I mean, he he don't want to jerk rack all week with us in this room. I guess with so. a bunch of men's is talking about experiences and this and that. And he was very he was almost like playing the bodyguard for the read. 
He was like, well, you know, we'll find out when they, you know, when they done the read, taping. The Reed is the flagship show of the network no, know, right but, now. But, but yeah. when Matt Raz is like the management. Matt Raz is yeah, like the Ari. Like, yeah, he, he, and, and, and you know what? When, <laughs> when, when, when you were like saying, when, I, when we all suggested, when we thought that the Reed was taking a little bit too long before we came into this studio, and Matt Raz was like, don't interrupt them. And you were like, why not? He's like, because they make money. It makes a whole no, lot no, of sense. No, no. First of all, don't, don't try to put something in my mouth that I didn't say. Hey, hey, But when I asked him why not, it's because the way he said it. I He's asked like, shut him, the fuck up. No, no, no. no. Matt, Raz, <laughs> Matt Raz is like, hey, ain't nobody going in that room while the reads taping. Except, like, motherfucker, that's what I, just, I will take the freckles off you. <laughs> Come in here, Raz. Where are you? Isn't that what I just said? Matt, well, Matt Raz put some bass in his voice. Yeah. Yo, man, hold up, man. Hey. Shout out to the read anyway, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, explain yeah. what the fuck they're doing, but. They doing they, it. Man. They're doing what they're doing. What it does. They're they doing, doing it what it does. I mean, and and that's what happens when one, you do good work. Yeah. And two, motherfuckers don't fuck with you. Mm. That's good when motherfuckers. I mean, don't that's fuck that's, with that's you. what's so good about combat because like you know he gets to stay in here with us, and at the same time check the loudspeaker's bank account. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> they, you know what they got going on over there, and uh, you know, enjoy the fruits of that. Well, you know that hey, first com- of all, com- I- Combat Jack is not enjoying any fruits of that. I, yeah. I listen. You and Chris the other week. Okay, I heard you like. Well, just take care of it. Put it in the bank account. And he's like, "Okay, Combat." Premium Pete, look, look at the space that we're in right now. That that we're recording in right now. This space don't come cheap. I mean, listen, your mic didn't work last week, so that's pretty cheap. One of our episodes is gone. I mean, how much are we fucking paying for over here? Yo, man, first, of all, I wanna, I wanna, first of all, look at this studio, man. <laughs> These guys are giving us a great rate. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, what was the name of this, this Engine. studio? Engine Room Studio. Audio. Engine audio. Room studio audio. audio. Engine Room Audio. Yeah. The greatest recording facilities on the planet. Salutes to them. Listen, man, I know I ruffled a couple of feathers last week. Somebody was saying I was going hard at the other, you know, podcast and the whole nine. It's what? all in jest and fun. But seriously, man, you know, there's room enough for everybody and la, 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 and the whole nine. Just don't compare me to them. Diplomat Jack. Mm-hmm. That's Kumbaya. It. That's no, it. Kumbaya Jack. D- Diplomat Jack. Combat Jack to Kumbaya Jack. That's it. Listen, man, and, and you know, some cats are like, yo, you know, you guys are interviewing all these non-rapper dudes. You know, we just want to switch it up a little. I mean, Dallas, I know you got tired of us interviewing rapper dudes at, at a I, certain point. I certainly do. Are you are you do you, are you still tired of interviewing rapper dudes? Or I, do you want to go back to interviewing rapper dudes? I we do have to interview rapper dudes. Yeah. yeah. We have to interview struggle rapper dudes. No. Well, well, is we, the new term struggle rapper dudes or bum rappers? I like struggle rappers. I like that too. I like, I like bum sh- rappers. You like bum rappers? It's See? just to the point. Well, struggle Nigga, rap- you ain't struggling. You just a bum. Struggle rappers, they still got their aspirations in order. Bum rappers got aspirations they, too. They still got their rap. No, bum rappers ain't got no raspirations. What, what they what they got? <laughs> they did just you bums. see? Did you, did you see that clip of the, the the news reporter that was doing this this this? this he's reporting, mm-hmm. and as he's re- he reporting. A bum rapper snatches the mic out of his oh, hand shit. and starts spitting some bum raps. What? Yeah. You didn't see that? Yeah. You gotta see that. It's, 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 yeah. I see on, on Byron Crawford's like oh, struggle, right, struggle no, rapper. I I, I'll one. pull that shit up before. Why we go. is it always the talented people are fucking bums? You know. But let's Who get, said, wait, what are you talking about? Now, there's always some talented people that are bums. I'm not talking about them. I, well, I am. I am. I'm saying you, you're talking about a bum. I'm just seeing a bum, and now I know there's a lot of talented people that are fucked up. You think about it. You, you have bum. a good artist that's on crack. Yeah. You know somebody. I mean, there's a lot of talented bum people. At, that are, bum artists. That's their choice. Fra- up. But, but you know what? Crack is back. Crack is back. Crack In is Toronto back. Too. Crack is crack is really back, huh? 
I can't believe crack is back. I mean, my mayors are smoking crack I know, again. I know. Toronto. In 2013. I don't pop Molly. I smoke Rob Ford. <laughs> so listen, man. Listen, listen. I'm so excited, man. We got a great episode. We got CEO of Revolt TV, man. Uh, Keith Clinkscales in the building. Keith Clinkscales. body got, of work is long, body, combat. Yeah, it's long and, and wide. And, and huge. huge. Very, and huge. And huge Yo, with a man. lot of girth. Yeah. Where's all the pauses? <laughs> that was, Yo, that was, that was, that was the worst right there. That was super egregious. Before we, be, before we go to this break real quick. Yeah. Um, in stores yeah. today, today, Bumby's album, Trilogy, the epilogue. As you're listening to yes. this, in yeah. Madison. Pick that up, iTunes. How's or, the album? Have you listened to it? I mean, it's it? good. It has a lot of songs. Like Two Chains is on there. Uh, he has a Two song, Chains? He has a song with uh, Rick Ross and mm. Serrani. And, mm. There's a couple of it's things. It's Serrani! Mm. And also, also, so pick that up, Bumby, you know, friend of the family, yeah. friend, friend of the room, friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but also, one time, let's give it up, uh, DP will be proud, Bill de Blasio. Bill de Blasio. Bill de Blasio. New mayor of New York. York. Right. Okay, yeah. all right. All right, Bill. Let's, uh, you know. Let's see you, what happens now. You got the juice now. And incidents, we got just a few more days up until the 15th of November to vote for the Combat Jack Show under the Cultural yeah. Arts category, the Podcast Awards. Yes. You want to see die. us take that cup, go to, to Vegas and get that cup, that, that Podcast Awards of the Year cup, go to podcastawards.com, yeah. go, to, go to the Cultural Arts section, and put that box right next to Combat Jack Show and fucking submit your vote. And the greatest thing about this is you can vote once every day up until the 15th. Every day. Yeah, oh, so tell, you, tell, you, tell your Have aunt. you guys voted? Have you guys yes. voted? Yes. Yes. I, yes. Have, yes. I have vote not voted. Tim Davis yeah, is right. my name. Uh, Tim Davis. Huh? Tim Davis. Listen, don't you want to go down to fucking Vegas? Maybe Combat can bring yeah, us down yeah, too. Yeah, we go, we'll be in the spamming Rhino fucking dropping fucking dollars. I on can't go to Vegas, yeah. by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm banned from Vegas. I really can't go to Vegas. Really? So, but I'll, I'll leave that for another episode. Wow. Well, well, then we'll go accept the award also. Yeah, th- I would love for fucking... you guys to go accept it on my behalf. Yes. On yes. our behalf. Okay. Finger bang, Yes, chance. sir. And yes, that's sir. why I cannot go. Internet, you tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the combatjackshow.com. Yeah. Combat Jack, wait a minute. Uh, November 16th, Premium Pete and I will be in Washington, D.C. What? Utopia. What? Yeah. Sneaker Fiends yeah. Unite. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At Utopia, Washington, okay. D.C. Okay, damn, you guys are popping off. I mean, listen, you know, we'll, we'll be traveling all around. When me and Dallas get on the fucking road, we listen to one song. <laughs> when you one get on the road, oh. you guys are just fucking Yo, each other all day. we listen to one day. song. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't fuck him. Oh, he fucks you. Ah! Ah! Internet. Get it how you can. Internet's is the Combat Jack Show. Yeah, F your radio. F your radio. F your TV show and F your podcast. Don't F your friends. Internet, make sure you head on over to our iTunes page. Subscribe, rate, download. Check out all our episodes over there on our iTunes page. But most importantly, we need your support. Because with your support of liking us, rating us, subscribing, and leaving comments, we can hit the featured page on iTunes. And then we will be official super fucky bergs. So make sure you fuck with us, Internet. Internet, you're tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the Combat Jack Show Dot com And remember, the Combat Jack Show is powered by the Loud Speakers Network. Internets, do me a favor. Go to iTunes, log on, rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes, thecombatjackshow.com. Listen, I'm so happy to introduce our guest to this episode of the Combat Jack. We have Mr. Keith Klinkscales. Yes, sir. CEO of Revolt yes, TV. Mm-hmm. He's got his resume is so long, man. <laughs> that's not a pause. Is that's it? not a pause. No, no, his no. resume is so long. Internet. No, that's a pause. <laughs> We're talking about ESPN. How excited! We're you talking got. about Vibe. Yeah. We're talking about Blaze. What else are we talking about, Keith? 
But also, we talk, we're honey, talking about honey. honey. What? Savoy. You know, the 30 for 30? 30 for 30, yeah. what? Yeah, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, internets, without further ado, I, uh, <laughs> in, uh, welcome to the Combat Jack Show, Keith. Clint Scales. Thank you, David, my brother. Welcome, man. Jack, thank you. I'm glad to see you, man. Glad to see you also. First and foremost, I, I want to say uh, my condolences. Uh, you lost your father yesterday. Absolutely. Uh, yes, yes, yes. How are you feeling? Uh, well, I'm... I'm, of course, I'm uh, sad about it, but I'm uh, I'm very happy that I had so many years with him. He was 81 years of age, and uh-huh. uh, you know, and and he had a he was a great man, great provider, provided me with a lot of access and opportunity that I didn't even realize until later in life. So um, to have so much time with him and have him go through all the parts of my career and be able to work with him is something that I'm I'm, I'm very thankful for. Now you uh-huh. you threw me off, man, when you sent me. A clip about your pops today, mm-hmm. like his pops, Internet's was an official member of the Harlem Globetrotter team. Absolutely, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. For uh, for several years, he played the year that Will Chamberlain played. Wow! And uh, and he, you know, he was an All American in uh, college basketball, and he played for the U.S. Army team after leaving the Globetrotters. He was drafted by the Knicks. He it was between the Knicks and the uh, I read that and, and, and the Globetrotters. Yeah, so he went to the Globetrotters and. Uh, uh, growing up, I I, I met uh, Curly Neal and uh, Meadowlark Lemon. Meadowlark Lemon played mm-hmm. over their mm-hmm. house and things like right. that. So it, it, you know, it was uh, you watched the cartoon. Well, after of course, but like <laughs> I, I mean, by the time the cartoon it, came it, out, it, those it, guys it, were <laughs> sixty. No, 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 the cartoon they were still they, they were still, 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 still viable. Yeah, but but viable, I mean, yeah. they, those guys played yeah. for a long time. I mean, I think about Satchel Paige and mm. somebody who you know who had this talent to to play athletically. Into his forties, almost fifty, and and that was Metal Arc Lemon. Well, the whole story of the of the, of the Globetrotters, they you know they had oftentimes. Um, there's another brother that could talk about this much better, but they uh they had challenged different NBA teams at different mm. times and um, barnstorming. You know, yeah, they, a lot of barnstorming, a lot of because that was the time where guys played and and that was a way to get on. And they had they had two teams. They had a national team that played domestically, and they had an international team that played overseas. You know, so there was a a number of different ways that the uh, Globetrotters really helped influence the way black men are perceived in this world. Uh-huh. You ever talk to your pops about why he uh, didn't accept being drafted, like the draft from the Knicks and, and, and staying with the, going to the Globetrotters? No, I think the, I, th- I talked to him about basically his stories. His, his, I never really understood racism until uh-huh. he explained what it was like traveling on the road uh-huh. during the days he played in the, um, he played in the 50, late fifties, yes. late fifties. And, uh, you know, some of the places he went, Washington, D.C., <laughs> Atlanta, you know, uh, just different places where you would go in and, and some of the stories, and some of the hotels you can stay in, just places that you wouldn't understand. Um, and, the, and the demeanor that they had to have, you know, uh-huh. when they went from bus to bus to play. So I think that was a, a, a good education. And, and then to see, to, to be in a place where a whole audience is screaming for you. Then to leave, get showered, and then go and can't in stay a whole in a hotel. Different world, right? Yeah, can't uh-huh. stay in a hotel. Really, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it puts things in perspective. Keith, where, where did your dad ever tell you of any stories of hazing amongst the Globetrotters? I mean, was that something <laughs> no, that? No, no, it's no hazing with the Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So... I mean, there, there's always there's always first year hazing. You're, you're carrying bags, you're buying lunch, and you're doing different things like that. There's always on any sports team, any professional sports team. There's always some form of first year Some hazing. type of initiation. Yeah, yeah, some type, you know, every now and then, you know, you have that. With football, it gets a little bit more. 
and sometimes you even have it with the with the crews between the special teams and the and the defense and, and the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of restaurant bills. Yeah, yeah. A lot of like I know uh, a lot of athletes. Dez, that, like, Dez you know. got clipped. Uh, Dez Bryant, his first year in the league at Dallas, he he picked up a bill, had to be for like sixty five thousand dollars, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, so did did you grow up a sports dude? Like, were you influenced by sports? I well, I grew up I grew up with sports, you know. And my and my dad, uh, my dad was a, a, a high school basketball coach, first black basketball coach in uh, Connecticut, you know. And then he in went the entire on, state of yeah, entire entire state of Connecticut. Wow. Um, then he went on to uh, work at Sacred Heart, and Sacred Heart had a pretty big Division two basketball team that went to the the Final Four equivalent of the, for Div- Division two a couple times. So it got to be around that. You know, and I was able to go ahead. One of my father's friends um, was a coach of a high school team. I got the I got to play for that high school team, and then uh, I went on, you know, to play uh, play it. I went to five star with uh, uh, your boy uh, Len Bias. Now I have to say this in such such qualifications. When I say I went with Len Bias, I was not on Len Bias's level or anything mm-hmm. like that. It w- but it was it was exciting to be there, mm. just to be there to right. watch uh, an amazing time. Uh, uh, yeah, player like that play Walter Berry, you right. know, people like that. You know. How'd you feel when you heard mm. about Len Bias, man? I'll never forget it. Like um, I will never forget it. I'll never forget it when um, that was a moment that just frozen time like some people have the, the kennedy assassination people remember where they were when dr king was killed people remember 9 11 you know uh black men of my age they we all remember yeah the, the death of Len bias you know because that was a that was something that probably saved more lives mm-hmm. you know because you know it's so cocaine, unexpected, so cocaine unexpected like, we're not we're not we're not dealing with cocaine. right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. that's crazy man and it was also right in the time too when when i think cocaine um, it, it had a little bit of glamour. Everyone a little knew, bit of social acceptance, right? Yeah. Everyone knew crack was a problem. Yeah, but somehow cocaine. You could sneak of, that, sneak that in, and well, you would well, still be cool and crack, accepted. Crack hadn't hit yet. You know, crack was like this was eighty eight, eighty nine, right? No, no, no. no this no, is no, eighty three. Yeah, uh, we're talking about Len. Yeah, Len. We're talking about Len was was late eighties, wasn't it? No, early eighties. Early eighties. Yeah, okay. uh, crack was like mid eighties, right. New Jack City style things right, like right, that. Right, right, you right. know, um, um. But the lens situation was with, you know, crack cocaine was coming along. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely don't want to say that. But the people the, were freebasing. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. was pot, and this was powder cocaine. And then, mm-hmm. and the, and you got, you know, we did the film on that when we did, I don't know. So the, great the episode. Yeah. Great, great, oh, great episode. You got, you know, you got a, a good knowledge and you got to see things. You didn't see, you got to see the father. You got to see the mother. Mm-hmm. You got to see the pain they went through. You got to see that the the brother was later killed over, yeah. uh, you, know, in, you know, in that area, you know, so the family had gone through a lot of pain and then you learned that the drug laws that we have today came out of the Len Bias situation situation when Uh. when the house went in and you know came up with the rules that affected the quantity of crack cocaine versus uh the quantity of powder cocaine and some of those rules were not correctly implemented but it didn't matter because they stick to this day and these are the things that Russell Simmons and a number of other people have fought against You know, and they and they spread up to New York with the Rockefeller laws and things like that. Yeah. And they created the inequities, you know, and this and those rules, you know, they affect sports in ways that when you go when you watch the drafts, the NBA draft or you watch the NFL draft, too often you see that player get up when his name is called, you know, he talks to his uh he, he hugs his mother, kisses his mother's friends, he might shake his brother's hand, but who's who's missing too often? And it's too often it's the father. It's you pops, know? Yeah. And somewhere along the way, 
too many of our men get caught up in that system, you know, in that system, uh, that justice system comes up mainly many times because of small drug offenses. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, you know, I don't want to, to dwell so much on, on all this heavy shit, man. Congratulations <laughs> yes. man, on, on revolt Thank you, TV. Yes. Let's give this man a round of applause, yes. man. Yes. 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 Revolt TV, man. What's going on with shit. revolt TV, Keith? Well, look, we I mean, the, I think the biggest thing, the big shout out for me, you know, uh, Sean Combs, you know, that this was a big undertaking to go ahead and do what he did to get the, uh, to get Comcast to step up the way they did mm-hmm. to make things happen like that. That's not, it wasn't small, you know, and I think, uh, I can only imagine the hurdles that you guys went through to get to this point. Yeah. I mean, there was a, con- a number of considerable hurdles. I mean, and, and the two biggest ones were getting proper distribution. So, um, having Comcast come in at the beginning, you know, Comcast was in the middle of, um, you know, trying to acquire, General Electric and NBC, mm-hmm. you know, and they went on and, and did that. But some of the, you know, some of the requirements were that you have to go ahead and make open the airways up a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, skeptics, haters could say, you know what? Yeah. You know, they just did that for, for this. But Comcast gave gave us a, like on some affirmative action shit. Yeah. And right. that's the thing that was kind of painful. But Comcast gave us a, a, a very fair deal. And then um, what Sean went out to do, uh, he went out and worked with Time Warner. And he got Time Warner to also give us a deal. And the, and the beauty of the deal is that the, the deal between Comcast and Time Warner were, were similar deals. And and when Time Warner stepped in uh, and did that, it helped to affirm that, look, this is a real deal. This mm-hmm. is a real opportunity here. And, um, and we, this been, is no vanity shit. This no, is official. No, no, Cause we, you know, and Comcast covers um, more cable homes than any place in the country. Time Warner has a number of the cities and they're, they're cutting edge on the, on the, on the digital, so those are two great partners to have, the one and two uh, players in uh-huh. the game. I'm know? a little upset, man, because I don't have Tom Warner. Where, where are you now? I, I'm in Brooklyn, but I have yeah. Optimum. Yeah, Cablevision. You, you Cablevision. Have Cablevision. Cablevision. Yeah, so, I, don't, I, don't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't tune well, in to Revolt, Well, Keith. you got to call them. You got to call them. You got to let them know this is what we don't I gotta do. I got to get political? You don't have to get political. You just have to say, you know what, um, listen, this is something that I want. You, right. you, you pay a good amount of money for cable. Pay a whole, uh, whole, whole lot uh, of know, money. And, and the thing about it is, is that this is the channel, especially for what you do. I mean, all we do all day is cover what you do. Yes. You know? That's what we do. And that's, uh, and I, and, and, and you have to become uh, more active on this. And also, uh, if you follow us on social media, you see the, the revolt thing is active. We, I we know. Try, I, I, we and, try, and we've seen yeah. you guys in, in action too. Yeah. We were down at A3C, man. And you guys were just like covering shit like, like like commandos be like just yeah. just 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 active man. There was yeah. tons of people there. Is Revolt available in SAP? In the Spanish button? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I mean, it, it will come. Get the I mean, paso step. Yeah. There's no. There's no way you can listen. You can't reach a, a young <laughs> people and not, and not reach uh, Spanish. People. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, so, I, I tell you, but don't that, front on that. No, don't front. Yeah, don't, don't front, front on that. Because, you know, the, we, the <laughs> Revolt Espanol. Yeah, yeah. Revolte. No, no. <laughs> uh, listen, it reminds me of hurdles like, you know, I mean, this is not compared to that, but yeah. the Yes Network. I remember when they uh, just, you know, launched, uh, you know, it's like a lot of people that couldn't get and watch Yankee games and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, and and uh, they went through a lot of hurdles. But, but, but uh, this, this is way bigger, though. No, no, I, I know that. way bigger, dude. You, I know you're talking that. about Comcast but and then Time Warner. Yes, but we're continuing <laughs> to talk about combat calling up. And a lot of people, if you look back and look at the, the details, tons of people called up and said, I want the fucking Yankee game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to watch Jeter. I want to watch this one, and 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 eventually, a lot of people got uh, what they wanted. Yo, Keith, I like the commercial, man. The one with Time Warner. The the, the one with yeah, the one with Time Warner oh, yeah. when, he, when he's in a guy when Puff's in the in the family's home. And yes, he's, it, it, I it, love that commercial, man. Have you seen the commercial, Dallas Ben? Uh, no, 
I, I have cable Not vision also. You have cable, yeah. but it's the the commercial is on cable vision. Yeah, they put it on cable vision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't watch. You TV. haven't been watching <laughs> the white family. The white family. Was yeah, the white family. I love that commercial. Man. What is, <laughs> what, what is what, that commercial showing? That time, the, the versatility of Time yes. Warner. If you have Time Warner, you can get your cable across all your devices. You can be part of it. You can, you know, you can get outside of your home. You're not connected. Just you can your, watch it on your phone. Yeah, on your not just phone. yeah. You're on your phone, right. on your tablet, anywhere you are. You can go ahead and bring it up. That's that's the that's the power of the of the networks that we're working on now. And it, and a lot of people like you are making power headways on the internet. So people like to make sure the cable people I like that, Keith. You they, said internet. Yeah. Yeah. They, they said like, internet's they internet. Like to know. They like yeah. to know. You know? So that's 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 the uh that's the challenge for the cable business right now. So when you go home and you say, you know what, this is I, I this is what I need because folks who who program cable channels, they're making decisions. They're saying, Do I add another sports channel? You know, do I add this? Because you know, there's, there's real decisions that have to be made. That's what these fights are about. You you you've seen these fights between yeah. different uh, places. But why Puff? Why was Puff given that lane? I'm think, sure there's been a a whole slew of other people of color. I mean, that have been trying to get in this lane. Puff, this this was not the first time. You know, he tried to get a network. He had he had worked before. You know, this is this is uh, years in the making. This is this is for Combat Jack. This right. he had tried before. This, that revolt was his second try. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, his first try failed, and the second, the how second long, try. How long ago was his first try? Just a few years before, um, before, before Revolt right. came, and then the there was a natural opening in the marketplace. So when that open, when that opening occurred, when the other, when when Comcast said we're going to open it up a little bit and give some people some chances, he came with a concept that was unique, and the concept was we're going to cover music the way ESPN covers sports, mm-hmm. the way CNN mm-hmm. covers news, you mm-hmm. know. We're going to cover it top to bottom. We're going to cover it all the time. We're going to be into the news of the music, and we're going to get in and behind music. And yes, unabashedly, we're going to play music videos. Why? Because they're great. They're right. like people like them and things like that. People so, miss them actually, yes. in a sense. Well, yes. and then and then I, I think it's not like uh, some evil plot by MTV or BET or VH1 to to um, to leave music videos. It's just that. They have had success. They they've grown, you know. And right. I, it's and a better as, business business model for them. Well, as well, they grew, they got into uh, reality shows. Revolt right. Revolt is is modeling themselves after these brands, and Revolt's going to get to that point that well, VH1 who, Prime I, is. Who, who told you we were modeling ourselves after that? Yeah, who, I mean, where, I, did you, where did you read that? I can't imagine that you guys wouldn't. Uh, Are you imagining? Are you asking me? Did we model ourselves? <laughs> yes, Keith. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm imagining. Yes, I'm imagining. getting that ass, yeah. Keith. <laughs> I'm imagining. I mean, no, we no, no, we're not modeling ourselves after that. We're modeling ourselves after a news network. I already mentioned CNN. I mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned uh, ESPN. <laughs> even, mm-hmm. even quietly. Got pay attention, though. Well, hold on, hold on. MTV was a was a quasi news network. No, it wasn't. It was well, just it, video. Remember that that yeah. white guy that used to do the news but, all but, the time. Here's, here's all I'm saying is that. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I'm I'm willing to give Revolt. Uh, He's getting in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to give Revolt the the chance to become uh, the VH1 because uh, VH1 still plays music videos. No, if yeah. you go down the dial, you go yeah. to the 200 uh, dial. I'm not. I don't have time for that. Well, then again, whatever. This is a Revolt episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the thing about it is that it's not that we're trying to be them. That you. you in the world, they do a good job. They make a lot of money. They are they're a big business. Let us not play. They're not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. So yeah. you you've got to find a space that you can go ahead and ardently defend. That you can go ahead and make your own. So what we wanted to do is find that white space that that was not really covered right now. And there's a lot of stuff that happens with music twenty four seven. When 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 Kanye's album leaked, right? right? Didn't y'all want to know how it leaked? 
I want to know how it leaked. Yeah. You know, I mean, how how we we're in a digital world and things like that. How did that album leak? You know, when you when uh when Kendrick Lamar's verse came, it was good. It was good, but what? Why was it so seismic? You know, mm-hmm. why was it so seismic? You know, why why did it go ahead and why did it hit hip hop the way it hit hip hop? That has to be discussed. You know, mm-hmm. when a, when a cat, you know, when when um somebody dunks on somebody in the Clippers game, you know. Uh, when what's your boy's name? Blake Griffin. Blake, when Blake, when yeah. Blake goes ahead and wrecks somebody, you know, um, or that dunk your other boy had last year, you know, when he left the dude in the, in, the, in the lane, you know, when that happened, that, that black dude, yeah, <laughs> they're all all the black dudes, you know? <laughs> but all but ESPN played that dunk again and again, ad nauseum, and they and everybody talked about it. What does this mean for dunking? What does this mean for the Clippers? What does this mean for the player that was what does this dunked mean for on? Post yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that type of discussion goes on all the time. So. Here we go. We have and it goes on all the time with music. Yeah, and all the time. So we have the MTV Awards in Brooklyn, right? right? I'm sitting there at the MTV Awards. We're in Brooklyn. We're in mm. Brooklyn, right? And then Macklemore wins, and the book, the whole the whole tone of the MTV Awards definitely took a decided tone, and, and it was in Brooklyn, and nobody said a word. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There wasn't a moment combat jacked it. Yeah. I said a word. I'm not yeah, yeah combat jacked it. Yes, but, I did. but no one said a word in terms of trying to go ahead and bring all that thing to it. You mm-hmm. know, or to take the energy of combat jack. And amplify it, right. you know, because that's that's what you have to do. You've got to go ahead and take different things and amplify it, you know, and continue to look at it and continue to discuss it. So that's that's the that's the difference. That's the direction. We so it's go. not all music all the time. It's all music news. It's all. it's it's either music videos right. or programming that surrounds right. uh, music. You know, what we're trying to do is make sure that we speak to the people that we're talking to in the language of music that we're talking about music. Now, who are you talking to? We trying to talk to we're working hard to talk to the most energetic music lovers out there. And those tend to be young fans, right. you know, folks that are active on Twitter, active on Instagram, active with you know Dat Piff, across Pandora, all the mm. different devices. That people that don't even know what don't know what an eight track is, never seen a cassette. You know what I mean folks that just basically get their music, just never really remember the day of going to the record store. Right. Mm. Those are the people that we're looking for. You know, mm-hmm. now now one of your models is social by design. What do you mean by that? Social by design means that every piece of content that we make, we design it to be portable, to be able to move, to move to all the different situations. You can't do that with every single thing. Of course, the show doesn't always work uh, doing it, but we try to make sure that we build the place so it's social by design. So we are able to go ahead and take advantage of the power of some of the things that are happening across these internets, son. Okay. You heard, you heard that? Bong. You heard that? Yeah. Actually, Bong. <laughs> what I really like about Revolt is I was listening to one of Diddy's interviews and how he was speaking about how we're gonna make mistakes, mm-hmm. and you know we're not perfect, and 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 because like right away people you know w- want to make a decision on some oh it's whack or this is this like so I really like that he came out and was like yo you know we're trying to do this we're trying to do that and you know we may make mistakes but we're gonna get there you know and I really like that the way he came out like that yeah that, that stuck with me and and that you know makes me walk on with revolt once in a while check out that live stream yeah well he demands excellence I mean there's there's been like like Vince Lombardi style excellence. You Have know? you worked with Diddy before? I've worked against Diddy. I was always across. The, I was right. always across how the. So, how yeah. so? Well, you know, I ran Vibe. Right. And during the times during the um, you know, the rise when of, it was of Bad Boy and and when the, it was hot. Yeah, and, and the rise of um, the the whole thing and and, and, and I want to get to that. In a minute, yeah, but yeah. Watching all that stuff come along. So, uh, he was a big player. You know, he was a big player. But Vibe well, was, he was at the epicenter. Yeah, Vibe was a big player. Right. You know, and this is we were, we were moving around. You know, back before when dinosaurs roamed the earth, before the internets, you know, 
uh, it I was like important. The brick and mortar. Yeah, age. yeah, it was important to make sure like radio programmers played what they saw in vibe. Right. You know? mm-hmm. They saw they 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 that's that's that was the early heat tracking type of thing. So uh, Sean was always uh, he was he was an active executive. He was an artist, but he was an active executive. Active executives pick up the phone. Russell Simmons would pick up the phone. Mm. You know. Uh, Shug in those days would pick, pick up, up the, the phone. phone. Yeah. Internet, you hear yeah, that? Yes. Yeah, so, in this digital yeah, age, yeah, man, yeah. pick up the fucking Stop phone. People. Stop wait a minute, wait a minute. In Dallas Penn, in this <laughs> oh, digital damn. age, get a fucking phone. Yeah, I, I make calls. <laughs> you make calls, but I can't call you. Right. <laughs> exactly. He said, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Like, Don't make the calls. I, I want to know, did, did Puff call you when Vibe had that that uh, incredible piece um, about his, you know, his rise, his fall? But uh, this was post uh, City College. Um, well, that was before. That was before. No, the the uh, City City College was before Vibe. No, the the, it, the piece inside, of, inside it, this piece though. You talking about the piece? Um, the piece that uh, we did at Vibe was in nineteen ninety three, September of ninety three, mm-hmm. and it was an interesting thing because Puff had just been let go from Uptown, 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 Uptown. and we had done a piece. A, a four or five page piece on Puff and our inaugural issue. It was an incredible piece. Yeah. I remember reading yeah. that now piece. We, we, but the question was, should we put the piece on? Because he, he had been let go from Uptown. He was roaming the face of the earth. And he wasn't that big compared to the other yeah. Yeah, subjects other that, that were, were covered. In yeah. In the, I, I remember reading that as a young yeah. executive. But when you just being mad, you, yeah. just like, oh, why this that, mother... Yeah. yeah, when you read it, I was like, you knew he was big. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and after that point, uh, what went into that decision to, to, to put Puff, a non-artist at the time, and you didn't have superstar executives at the time. What made you guys cover him in Vibe? And somebody yeah, that no. was tainted, too. Well, somebody that was, was... The writer, there was a writer named Scott Polson Bryant. Scott. Who, uh, who uh, is up in Harvard right now getting a, a doctorate. Um, he was what up, a, Scott? He was a young writer out of Brown University, and he was passionate about this story. He had followed Puff around for quite some time, and he had done the kind of stories. What made Vibe work was we did the kind of stories that Rolling Stone had done about those artists and, and you know, covered them the whole thing, did this did good profile journalism, made sure you got, you know, asked the right questions, made sure you were with them, made sure you just weren't doing just a, just a, a pass-by. It was a, really in-depth. So you got to really understand the nuances of Sean. You got to understand, you know, from the Stacey Lattisaw video all the way up forward to how he got to be where he was, you know, some of the decisions he made leaving Howard the way he did, what he did with uh, Andre, mm. some of the things of the tragedies, you know. How, and, he and, just had his son Justin at the time. Yeah, and the thing about this man is that, you know, Puff is resilient, you know. Yeah. You know, Sean, Diddy, you know. No, he, so, he, so he, resilient. Yeah, yeah, he's like resilient. so resilient. So that, I think there's anything, you people can hate, do whatever they want to do, but the thing you learn is that persistence, resilience, and the ability to pay attention to the small details, you know, amazing attention to pays amazing attention to the small details. The kind of phone calls I get from this man about what's going on with this network are shocking, you know, and, and he pays attention. You're not sleep. You're not slipping it by him. That, that, that type of thing, you know, made it, you know, made that, that, that story go. And that story helped to really, because at that point, vibe became insider you right. know and that's the kind of thing you have to do you've got to you've got to be credible to people like yourself and people who were you know executives at the time that were in the game and and they were saying oh you know you know so when vibe called it was important right you know? um you guys 
are adamant about making the distinction that this is not the revolt is not the Diddy network. Mm-hmm. Like it's a mute. Like what? I want you to explain that. Well, because it's it's easy to go ahead and take you know a man who sold hundreds of millions of records and done all these different things and just say we can just go ahead and, and play. it shaped culture, yeah. pop culture, yeah, as it yeah is and today. just do that. But to be to, to to stay true to the mission, you know, you got to cover all of music. You have to cover the the entirety of music and not just R and B and hip hop. You you got to cover alternative. You got to cover reggae. You've got to cover EDM, EDM is just blowing up. You got EDM, yeah, is yeah. You got to really EDM is about to push yeah. hip hop out the way. Yeah, you got to get into all that <laughs> for, for and, real. And also, even even fusion, like when country gets with different folks and different things like that, accidental got, racist yeah, and all yeah, that. You got to be able to uh, to to get into it. So I think for the standpoint of really being a music network, that was necessary because when you have someone, you know, Sean is a big music star, but when you go overseas with him, you go places with him, you, you find out he's not a music star. Mm. He's an international he's a, superstar, yeah, yeah. you know, high Q rating international superstar recognized in France, recognized in London, recognized anywhere he is, uh, you know, boom, puff daddy, you know? Now I notice in all your interviews, including this one, you refer to him as Sean, as opposed to Diddy or puff. Is there any reason why you, I have a lot. Well, you know, because I refer to him as puff. Sean, Sean is when we're having, when we're having, uh, business discussions right. and things like that. I don't think know. I've ever called Diddy <laughs> Sean. Well, I think, uh, you know, I forget the song, but he, he was talking about the, the difference between Puff and Sean Combs, you know? So Sean Combs is his, is the, as he gets older, he's, you know, he's about to have a birthday that was moved to November 16th. I don't know if you're yeah, up he on He just that. moved his birthday. He had to move his birthday. How the fuck yeah. do you move his birthday? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so as he, as he, as he gets, hold on, uh, hold on. Let's, let's get into that. Why did he move his, he was too busy? We, well, no, we came off of the whole launch, the, the, the network just launched, things were going crazy. He, I mean, I mean, he put, you saw the work, you see the work that that man yes, put in? Yes, yes, yes. You see all the, all those damn things, they were all over, we were all over Brooklyn, across the Brooklyn Bridge. He went back to Junior again. I got chills from him going to Juniors. I still remember the kids walking across, he sent across. He didn't he, have you walk across, though. He, no, he didn't. Did, <laughs> you didn't walk across. Did, did, did Puff run in the marathon this weekend, too? No, he didn't, no, he didn't no, run the city. Okay. He didn't, he didn't run, run the, the city. But no. He, he may have no, on no, the low. No, we would have known. On the <laughs> no, we, Puff don't do anything on the low. But that's, yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. There was no, there was no uh, Juniors walking. But however, I think I would have taken the Juniors trip over some of the things mm. we had to go through to get this network. Right. Up, you know. Mm. Um, how's the reception? Like, what is the reception? I, I read an interesting piece. I forgot where. The first 24 hours mm-hmm. with Revolt TV. And it was, it was, it was pretty, it was kind of was like a thumbs up, man. I forgot what. It was rolling. So I forgot where it was, but the first. It's a, I mean, it's a good. It's a good mix. We got. We ha, We have a a good amount of. It's it's hard. Andy Schoen, guy comes from uh, MTV, programs and network, and uh, with, with along with Tuma Basa and Tuma Andy Basa. Arms, yeah. You guys but, have a lot of MTV people in there. Not a lot. Got enough. Got Couple. MTV people. Few got Ramon people. Got Ramon. Yeah, you know. Got my girl uh, Whitney. Whitney Benta. Whitney yeah, Benta. yeah, you're up on that. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, yeah. that's like that's like my little sister. Yeah, okay. Well, we got some folks from BET, some folks from ESPN. We have folks all over the place, you know. Uh, comedy, comedy Central, you know, all over. But the the, the mm, reception... You rated Viacom. No, no. Y'all don't have nobody from the Combat Jack show, though. <laughs> I mean, not yet. Not I yet, mean, okay, yeah, I mean, okay. I, and plus, you don't know what's happening. I mean, okay. things, things is working. You okay. Know? Dallas is trying to pop off right now, so what? you never know what goes on. <laughs> the Dallas Penn Show? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, thirst is real. Yes. <laughs> you don't know what's happening. You know? You're up there thinking like that, you know. So the reception has been pretty good. You know, uh, right. at the same time, though, uh, you can't get excited by that. you got to put your head down. It's a marathon. Working. Yeah, it is, it's, it's a a truly marathon. a marathon. Right. And you got to be respectful to these kids. These kids are smart, you know. They're, 
these kids are smarter than we were when we were listening to music. They have they use technology differently. They have the ability to take music and cut it up. They, you know, if you just look at the remixes on SoundCloud of different songs, you hear a hot joint, they go ahead and redo it. I mean, it, it's amazing what happens. So music requires a high level attention. You cannot play around with music. And you got to earn you got to earn the respect of the people you try to talk to. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, 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 I don't mean to be an asshole, but but why you as a CEO? Why were you tapped? Well, I I I've dealt with uh, I've dealt with cable, high level cable. You know, um, with ESPN, I've run divisions at ESPN, and I've dealt with broadcast. You know, every you know the the world famous decision with LeBron James. Yes, you were behind yeah. that. And the ESPs. 30 for 30, things like that. And then also I, I ran Vibe, you know, during an era that uh, a lot of this music that we call urban music today kind of grew up and matured. You know, uh, my, the first album that we covered uh, when I got into my Vibe office was The Chronic. You know, that, that was, I mean, that was a, that was the music that was playing in the office. You know, you know, that, that is like, that is a crazy time to begin anything. You know, it was right after Hammer. The Chronic comes along. And you guys yeah. said, like, the, the the sample issue was with, with Snoop on the cover? The sample issue was with Tretch on the cover. Tretch on the cover, yeah, right. Yeah. And then the uh, the first launch issue was with Snoop, with on, the Snoop cover. on the cover. Right. And that is the issue, September 93, that has uh, the five-page article on Sean Combs. Yeah. I, I feel like I've got that in my archive. Yeah. You you got to have You it. have to have if you're from I feel that like era, I got that in my archive. I've also yeah. got the, the Spike Lee editorial issue still. Mm-hmm. I just ran across that. You got that. the TLC cover. Mm, I don't have that. Yeah. Don't have that. Uh, quick question now. Um, bang. Uh, will Revolt create programming like Where Are They Now? Because when you speak of the the Chronic, I think to myself, Where the hell are all of those people that were on that album? I mean, but does I, anybody care now? See, that's the other I, thing. Those, I think folks people will care. still care. I think folks uh, for will an care. album yeah, yeah. for an album as groundbreaking as seismic yeah. as the Chronic. But you, it's it was it's groundbreaking and seismic for you and me and Keith. But is it groundbreaking to my sixteen year old son? That's yeah. that's the question. Yeah. Mm. A lot of them, a lot of them don't have the reverence that we have for those for the for that era. You right. know, mm-hmm. so a lot of us have that reverence because we kind of saw you, you can't we can't believe how far hip hop has come, how right. far the culture has come, how influential, um, how influential. Now you got to keep in mind, younger folks, they just see it. It's just the way it's been since they were born. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, you know it's been the kind of that that's kind of the thing. That's kind of what we have to do. We've got to kind of educate. We have to go back. You, you've got to educate, but you've got to entertain first. You got, yeah, you've I, got to entertain. I'll first. tell you, case yeah. in point, my yeah. son just watched um, the um, TLC biopic, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and he loved it. Mm-hmm. And two or three weeks later, he's he's now playing for the first time TLC like all day. Like right. this mm-hmm. is his TLC. He's heard about him like about TLC in the background, but this was the first time he really got to know who these people were and like who's left eye and, and did this house really right. burn down and this waterfalls video. So this is his education to TLC. I mean, if you let's look at just in the urban music, this, some of the stories that have not been told yet, you know, um, R Kelly and, and Jay-Z getting together. Mm. Remember that pepper best spray, of, best of both worlds. Yes. You know, and, and that never, you worst know, what best happened, worlds. worst of best world ever happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have so many different things that have happened, the rise and the fall of Rockefeller records and, and, mm. the, and the rise of Jay-Z out of it. You know, the, you know, what happened on the West, you know, the, the complete and utter domination of the West. And then the, then how that happened and all the tragedies that happened and how the South came out of nowhere, you know, from you know, from Master P and then the Cash Money and then then the uh, uh, Outcast, just how they just put you know, South the Southern music thing has just changed hip hop completely. Well, it's changed. You know, it, it, it's I, changed, I, it's yeah, changed yeah, the business yeah, model. Yeah, it changed the whole game. So 
like all these different stories are just they're, they're just there and you have stories of tragedy that haven't been told you you know music is deep so at the situation with tlc the, the most interesting thing about tlc I, I i didn't see the film but i was told you gotta see it yeah I, I i was told that the vibe cover was in it because yes. th this was one of the most fantastic things in the world I'll, I'll never forget this when we were interviewing um tlc left eye had just burned down andre Risen's house right. so they said well listen you can do this interview but you can't talk about the fire right <laughs> legally like, this, these these are her advisors her press people, yeah, you know, they said, people. listen, you know, if you talk about the fire, we're not going to conduct the interview and it's going to be over, you know, and you've got to think, do you want to go ahead and just get the story and then, you know, burn a relationship? You got to be tactful. Yeah. You got to be. And also you want to have, a, it was, Le, I think it was LaFace. LaFace, LaFace yes. yeah. And you want, you want to, look, LaFace was big and they had Tony Braxton and other things going on. So you want to keep that relationship. Oh, sure. So, sure, yeah. So this, yeah. So we go ahead and have the discussion and we have the, we do the article and, you know. And you dance around the. We don't talk about the fire. Right. We just, you said, you know, we're just not going to talk about the fire. You know, because we were monthly magazine. We said it's all over CNN. By that time, the fire will be over. So, we come to the photo shoot. I never, we go. They go to the photo shoot, and they this they said, awesome, Keith, man. we want to show you something. Right? We have pictures. Back then, they had Polaroids. Yes. Just, no phones, nothing like that. They had Polaroids. We want to show you the Polaroids for the photo shoot. I'm like, yeah. Well, and you're you're the one making all the calls, all the shows. Well, the editor was making the calls, right. but they, they, you know, the, I, as the president, they bring you. You things. still have yeah, to yeah, kind of yeah. lean bring, towards. Yeah. Is, is, you, is this good for business? And yes, one of the things that I always deal with all the time is making sure, uh, you know, there's always church and state separation. Right. So mm -hmm. I, this is problem problem I've had throughout my career. Right. So I'm sure some of my colleagues will tell you. But the main thing was to uh, see see what they did. So she hands me the uh, the Polaroids, and they are in fire outfits. Yes. yes. Right. They're in fire. This is like yes. a blessing They're from heaven. Burning we, shit we just, Yeah, we just wrote a whole article <laughs> not mentioning the fire, right? They're in fire outfits, right? right? We put that We put that on the cover, and, uh, you know, I forget what the tagline was, but it was something about fire, right. you know? And that magazine just sold like now, crazy. Now, what was, what was the label's response? What were, they, 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 were, they were fine with it because- <laughs> You played like, by the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we, you know, we didn't have to talk about the fire because at that time they were up there and I think they were able to put something back in about it because we were like, well, can we mention the fire a little bit? Because they're on the fire office. And then it was it's like somehow they had, they had found a way to take something that was very negative with, with Lisa and, and turn it into a fashion statement and they just killed it. Yeah. And they all were together. They all were wearing these outfits together, you know? I really got to thank you, man, because when I think back to- the earliest days of vibe man i just remember i was dating a young woman and she was into music but she lived in dc and i remember i got my first the sample issue of, of vibe mm -hmm. and i was just so excited because because you guys were like visually you guys were giving um these subjects so much more respect than we had seen customarily in the source and this is no shots at the source no no, no. the format it, it of like, the mag it was, too. Yeah, yeah big big yeah. giant size and then like it, it the was whole, like life mag the black yeah. and white you guys were shooting these subjects like they were like 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 sante like, derazio yeah, it was like art it was it, yeah. art and i just remember calling her as well as as many friends as i knew it's like y'all got y'all y'all gotta wait for vibe like it was a sense of excitement right. that you really don't get anymore well so the source helped that too because the source was it was a hip hop Bible. Right. So what we tried to do with vibe was make sure that we covered the whole urban game. So yes. R and B and hip hop right. and fashion, right. you know? So we were able to get all those things in there and that gave us, that gave us a lane. This is, it, it's, it's, and also we wanted to be journalists. Right. We wanted to, we wanted to push the level of journalism. I mean, what Rolling Stone did early on, that, that is the model that the source picked up on, that we picked up on and try to continue to push it. Cause the better stories you told, 
the more people you had that were passionate about the uh, the publication. And we were getting older. I remember just I was getting old, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to read the same pieces that I'm reading. I want to I want to read the pieces that you guys were covering. Like 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 you said, you handled it in a Rolling Stones type yeah. way. Was there any type of rivalry between you guys and, and the source at the time? I mean, they would say that. I mean, yeah. were they like? You see Benzino in the street, and he no, 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 no. give you the ice grill. Like, no, 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 no. I think I, I, they were. Respect- I want the front cover. No, no, they were respected competitors. Right. I mean, they were, they were. Uh, he never asked you for the front cover. No, made men. No, no, no. Hang, <laughs> hangman three, hangman three, hangman three. No, 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 no. But uh, no, they were respected competitors, and they kept the game real. You know, um, um, Rolling Stone basically ceded the territory to us, except for your friend Tarek. You know. Yeah. Uh, Teray was the one guy they had over at Rolling Stone right. that was writing. Uh, uh, which which Teray? You know the Teray, you know the, you, uh, the white Teray. <laughs> oh, white Teray! Oh, come on! Don't do that to Keith. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. I mean, me and Teray. Keith, Keith, don't, Keith don't, 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 don't do it. Teray and I go back too many years. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Anyway, oh, so then but, you can do it. Then. Yeah, Teray. Teray <laughs> was over at Rolling Stone, right. and he was there. 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 You know. Chocolate drop and right. that whole swirl. They're long jockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and we were, you know, we were vibe, you know that, and that was uh, that was the thing. And then there was um, there was a source, of course, and then other pa- magazines came, you know, Murder Dog, Rap Pages right. on down the line, um, you know, and then XXL came along down the way, and then you know there was there was, it got to be a pretty. But but I would space. say out of all the all the magazines that 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 ever dropped, you guys had the biggest impact when you dropped. You guys had the biggest impact because Source was already in existence, and then Cats would start. I mean, from like when it was just like what? Uh, 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 just the like, source, source started up from the bottom. Of the star, it yeah, started yeah, from the yeah, bottom, so we kind of grew bottom. with the yeah, Source. Yeah. But, but you uh, guys hit. Yeah, Vibe came with a. Uh, uh, you guys yeah. left a fucking hole. No, this is Quincy the, Quincy Jones, right. like what, uh-huh. just like what Sean has done here. Right. Quincy Jones goes to his colleagues at Time Warner, you know, mm. and Time Warner says we're going to launch a magazine you know, the correct way. And they spent the kind of money on this magazine that they spent when they launched Martha Stewart Living. You know, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, a, a discount or ghetto launch. They put right. full money into it and they gave it a good run. And that's what uh, enabled us to, to do that. That's, right. But that was one of the first times where the culture, the culture was being tested there, you know, and and, and the culture responded. How so? How so? Because, because when you put that kind of money into right. things and if it doesn't become an economic success, you know, people question should we continue to do these kinds of right. things? You know, these kind of things. Uh, it's like the Vanessa Williams effect. You mm. know, when when she, you know, when she had the problem with uh, Miss America, right. penthouse. Yeah, it, it, it caused. I had no problem with that. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I mean, that's the kind of thing. You know, if if one fails, it, it puts a, a thing on a, a number. Phone. Keith, did you did you get out of a uh, uh, publications uh, before the before the digital rise? Did you see that? Could you foresee? No, no, I didn't. I didn't foresee it. I got caught running Vanguard. Uh, you know, I failed miserably. Vanguard you know, media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, uh, I was able to go ahead and, I, I, I was able to go ahead and get some good publications in Savoy and Honey and Heart yeah, and Soul, um, but we did not pivot correctly with digital. We didn't pivot correctly with cost. The, the times were changing, and you know, we didn't handle it well. You know, uh, now. The people who wrote for the publications, you know, the people who did those things, they did a great job. That people who sold the advertising did a good job, but uh, you know, myself and my management, uh, you know, I just got you, you can get caught. Sometimes. No one saw it coming, yeah, man. Yeah. Like no one in, yeah. in, in in a position of power and influence really saw that coming because yeah. it was so, a tsunami. It was so yeah. left field. It was yeah. so left field. Man. And then, you know, but it's still it's still no excuse because like uh, 
uh, you know, and also there was like 9 11 and right. everything else like that. Different things uh, occurred, but you learn lessons from that, you know, and you learn the power of pivoting early, pivoting quick, you know, moving, you know, well, and, and, and adjusting, especially with media. Now, you, we, we talked earlier, man, about, you know, one of the things that you guys brought to the game, and you mentioned uh, journalistic controversy. You, you guys mm-hmm. kind of like not necessarily ushered it in, but like kind of introduced journalistic controversy to this game of hip hop. And one of the things that we were talking about off air, was you guys really being in the middle of this whole East Coast, West Coast thing, mm-hmm. you know, with like the Tupac interview and the whole nine, man. Like, right. like, can you walk us through some, like some of those days, man, and, and what what that was like, man, because. When you're, when you're running a journalistic entity, yeah. you're, it, it is your job to serve the fans. Right. Your job is to talk to, to that kid in Atlanta, talk to that kid in Memphis, talk to that kid in Oakland that, who doesn't really know what's going on. You've got to really take that role you can't assume all of us are in New York hanging out somewhere and, and everybody knows what's going on. You got to go behind ahead the rope, velvet rope. Yeah, kinda, right. you got to go ahead and put everybody behind the velvet rope. So these discussions were going on, and um, you know it wasn't so much East Coast West Coast war. It started out, you know, with the we, really with the uh, I think some of the stuff that we did with uh, Death Row when 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 Suge, um, Pac, Dre, and Snoop were on the cover, mm. and they were called the first family of hip hop. Right. I think. That you know that really began to position us as like oh we're calling shots here and mm-hmm. and and here here is the rise of the West and you know that that wasn't received well on the uh, on the east, east coast. side right. east coast but the but what our job was was to document what was happening you know so you guys had to actually fight on your home turf for the right to cover. We that's from different territories. We had we had folks on the west coast. We 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 had folks all over. You right. know I mean the thing about it was was that. Um, um, you had to go ahead and cover the game as it was unfolding, right. right? So the West rises, and here they come, and and then those covers come along, and then here comes Sean Combs, mm. and um, you know, the notorious one, you know, and and all of a sudden, the East is back, you mm. know, and 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 that is that's a discussion that goes on, and it becomes, uh, and, then, and then Tupac gets out of gets out of jail after. Well, actually, in. you guys interviewed him while he was in jail. Oh, we interviewed Tupac four times. Right, right, you know, right, but, right. But, but the, I remember, yeah. like the like like the biggest one, the most impactful one was when was a, was the discussion of the Quad City. Yes, Quad Quad Studio Quad Studio uh, right, shooting. Right, yeah. right. So uh, that was done by Kevin Powell. Kevin Powell. Yep, and he had a, a long talk with him. That um, the whole interview wasn't in the magazine. You know, right. a lot of names were mentioned in that. A lot mm. of things were a lot of <laughs> a lot of names were mentioned. Kevin did a hell of a job. I mean, not 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 a not a good job. A hell of a job. This this thing. And Tupac, Tupac was a was a dream, a dream interview because right. he spoke his mind. He, he spoke, spoke his mind. He spoke his and, mind. And it's yeah. crazy because coming yeah. from New York, I was halfway thinking he was crazy. Mm-hmm. But here we are now in 2013, years later, um, and Jimmy Hensman, mm-hmm. James Rosemont gets convicted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it comes out that he really set up that, that, that quad shooting. It does. You know, and then a lot of other things come out. The um, At the time... Um, Pac always believed that other forces were involved in right. it, things like that. And I, one of the things that happened at Vibe, I was able to, I traveled to Italy with Pac. You know, yeah. I was at, I was there in Italy with him for the uh, Milan fashion shows. So how was that, man? That was very cool. Being Did Pac get on your nerves, man. Who? Did Pac? No, no. Pac did get on your no, nerves. No, no. I mean, first of all, anytime you were a celebrity, right? Life is different because it's you can just you can just you just float right, on, yeah, on you that float one. on it you know you when you were Quincy when you were show I mean it's just life is just a different situation right. so you're being with Tupac in Italy 
And, uh, you know, you're at all the fashion shows. Which are people, front are people row. recognizing him? In, in recognizing him. We're sitting front row front at the row. Versace yeah. show. You know, we're sitting front row. Did you have to wear a bandana on your head, too? No, 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 no. <laughs> what, were you, what, what, were you, what were you in pot rocking in Italy? Like, well, on this face? Look, I rock this like this. I'm just from Vibe, and I have the superstar with me, and he's got the bandana on, and he, you know. Well, I know was, you were yeah. swagged out. Tell me what you were on the feet. No, well, I wasn't swagged out. I was like, I was kind of, I was kind of, no. He's, he's very conservative. Yeah, yeah I was, I'm not conservative, well, but at the time. Well, you don't know what he was well, like yeah. back then. At right. the time, I was, I, but I, what I did do, we we had dinner, we'd go out, we had all Sipping nice on that thug life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was <laughs> sitting <laughs> on that thug yeah, life. We parked. You know, that's something that can never be taken away. I got to sit with Pop. It was just him and I and Frank, remember the bodyguard? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, it, but during those discussions, you know, he was very revelatory about, you know, how he felt about things, how he felt about the Now, interviews. were you believing him at the time or did you think he was off or I always, you, what I, were your thoughts? When on? you look at, when you talk, to, when you got the chance to talk to Tupac, he would look at you um, not with the eyes of a crazy man. He would look at you with the eyes of a man that was committed and believed what Convicted, he was saying. Yeah. Right. And, and no matter what he said, you understood it, you know. Right. Uh-huh. Didn't mean you didn't mean you agreed with it, right? Uh-huh. But I I definitely understood his position. It right. wasn't it wasn't a situation where I was like, no, nah, he's just tripping. No, he he definitely he was impassioned about this whole thing, you know. And some of it might have been gas he got from from Suge, could have been for gas he got from his crew, right? But for the most part, you know, when he spoke his mind, yeah. And then the thing about it was, he was speaking about this all the songs he had and all how much work he had put in and all the different things and what he was thinking about when he was locked down and. I mean, and he talked about the Kevin interview and all, all, I mean, he was just, he, he, he was just really one of these things that it was a moment, you know, there's so many times when you meet, sometimes you meet celebrities and they kind of disappoint, you know, mm-hmm. this was one I met him and elevated my did opinion you, of him. Did you feel like he, in a way, kind of could foresee his, his, his life? So he had to get all of these things out and he had to kind of get this out of him. No, you you, you no, couldn't even know. No, you couldn't I, even predict. Yeah, I did. I, I at that time, I thought he was going to be around forever. You know, I just I just I I didn't think that was any any. No, none yeah, of us thought yeah, we, this no, shit was going to happen. No, man. no, no. And, and so no. when it hit, man, I just remember like with, 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 with both unfortunate events, with mm-hmm. the passing of uh, Tupac and the passing of Biggie, man, you guys did such a great job covering that, man. I just remember. Mm hmm. The, picking up that issue with Biggie on the cover, and that that fucking issue was just so that shit felt like it was fifty pounds, man. Like, yeah, and then we had we had the cover where Big, we had done a fashion shoot where we had styled all these different hip hop artists as film figures. Alfred Hitchcock. So we made Big and the Alfred Hitchcock, and then when he passed on, we were we had a, a, a shot that was an outtake from that fashion shoot that which was on the cover that was yeah, on the cover that right? wound up being perfect for yeah. it, you know. And it wound up being, you know, ask, you know, and this was after, um, you know, this was after, uh, you know, pocket died, you know, so we were, we were doing this thing. This was like six, seven months. I forget exactly. Six, the time. It, was, yeah. it was like six months. Before. Yeah. So like we had just done, you know, an issue with uh, Tupac and then we had to come and do and one. Do that shit again, man. Yeah. What was the mood like in the office, man? Covering that, having to relive that or having to share that it, it was with the country it, I can't, and the world. I can't man. tell you, like, I, the, the first one was bad because it was, it was Pac. Right. And I remember distinctly, um, New Edition was supposed to be on the cover. New Edition was yeah. having a comeback, yeah. you know? And New Edition was going to be on the with cover. Bobby. With Bobby. And Johnny. Yeah, and they had and they had five or six covers. Mm. that. So we had each one of the New Edition that was going to be on the cover, and we are going to put them all across Ronnie, the country. Ronnie was going to have his own cover? They all had their own cover. Mm. They, they Ronnie? Were, all of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know? 
And and uh, then Pac died. It was mm-hmm. a big a big event. We would work with their label and things like that. Really had done a good job and got all this stuff. And then Pac died, and um, and we did something we had never done before in our history. We printed the magazine, put the Pac story inside. We put a, a, another sixteen page signature mm-hmm. inside. Then we wrapped the whole magazine with a new cover. You know, uh-huh. so the new edition cover was never seen i mean it was seen as a co- but it wasn't never seen as a cover right. you know seen as part of, and, part of the inside of the magazine yeah so that was that's that's how that happened and then uh the timing of um of um big's death the, the situation with big's death was that who was supposed to be on the cover for that one man? i don't even remember because huh. you know the thing about it was is this was at our party you know the, the you know just that, right that's right. right outside after the party that's you know? right so you know so uh, you were in la at the time I was not. Okay. Yeah, this is... I'm, this, glad, I'm this, so glad yeah, you yeah, said that, yeah, Keith, because yeah, yeah, we, we've, we've, got, we've gotten a complaint yeah, from yeah. some of our listeners yeah, yeah. that like 90% of the cats that knew Big right. or Pac back then, mm-hmm. when they're on this show, they all say, well, I was supposed to be in the car with them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm no. so glad... No, no, <laughs> you I wasn't say you were supposed to be no, in the no, car. No, 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 I was, I was supposed to be in the car with them or anything <laughs> like that. I, I, I can tell you, um, I probably should have been there, right? but I wasn't because... Um, this is a convoluted story, but we we had done a Soul Train after party the year before, mm-hmm. and we had done it at uh, Paramount Studios. Mm-hmm. So it was a vibe party after the Soul Train Awards, and you know a fight jumped off, mm-hmm. bottles were being thrown, different cats that we all know were ill and out. It was, it, and we're on the, and we're in a lot of Paramount. Right. We're not, we're not like in some spot. Right. You know, we we are in a lot of Paramount. And it was it, it it this did not go over well. Right. You and know? you're there watching this. Just yeah, this wasn't good. It wasn't niggas. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ne- the next year we got the Vibe show. Right. You know the Vibe television show. Mm-hmm. So the Vibe television show was about to this come on short, air. Short lived. Right. Hold up. Hold up. Speak. No. All right. No. No. Listen, man. No. 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 Yours dropped yeah. off. You know what? Right. Let's, Keith, let's Keith's take, dropped let's, off. Let's take a five minute break. Internet. This is the Combat Jack Show. The CombatJackShow.com. It's getting too hot. It's getting too hot. The, keep, keep Illumi- Illuminati just came and, and cut. Illuminati cl- want our mind, soul, and body. Cut Keith low. Keith, what you was about to say, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> what you was about Keith, to say? Yo, Internet. This is the Combat Jack Show. The CombatJackShow.com. F your radio. Cheer. F your radio. Be right back. Sitting here with Revolt CEO Keith Clinksdale. Clinkscale. Clinkscale. You know, I've been pronouncing your name wrong all these years. Clinksdale, but it's Clinkscale. Yeah, it's very phonetic. That's a tongue twister. Very scale. Clinkscale. And, and you were giving, Super Negro. And he was yeah. giving us some really I just revolt CEO. <laughs> you got that good hair, too. Yeah, no doubt. You know? Let's see. Let's, let's take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good texture. It's laying out right. It's laying out right, right, Keith? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, you know? I'll, no no do-rag needed. All yeah. hair is good, brother. All yeah, hair yeah, yeah. Is good. Of course, of course. Yeah. You were talking to us about, like, you know, the... The, the event, host, the event, the the, the vibe. Yeah. Uh, so the year before, yes, the Soul Train Awards goes. We have a fight at the joint. Yes, next year we get the vibe show. Mm-hmm. You were m- remarking that it was short lived. I appreciate yes. that. I appreciate your shout out on that. We'll keep moving. But the th- whole point is, is that we had this show coming, big television show. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to have the party. You know, because um, you had a lot to focus on. We had to, no, because because we had a lot to lose. Right. You know, because if, if a fight broke out. You know, mm. at the party, it might have been hard for us to insure our television show. Right. There's, there's always problems with when you're trying to get things insured. And, Thinking you know, like a businessman. Yeah. So, so anyway, and 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 you know, this, the Soul Train Wars were hot, but right. you know, things would happen. And this was the time when, uh, you know, Big and them had gone out to California, and they had stayed up at the um, 
what was what is now the W Hotel, but it was then the the, the Westwood Marquee. Mm-hmm. They they had posted up there for about a month. They they did hypnotize mm-hmm. out there. They were out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the streets was hot, you mm-hmm. know. The block was hot, right. you know. There was issues, you know. Right. And uh, we did that party, and the party, as my boy Len Burnett tells me, it was like, you know, and everybody who went this, it's one of the greatest parties I they ever heard, had, man, you know. Yeah. And, they, and they played hypnotize, you know, all back night. Back yeah, back yeah. Because uh, Big was about to drop that. Yeah, and, and Sean and, and Big were there, and they had the famous picture of them, you know, uh, you know, there and things like that. And Champagne. Then, yeah. Then after, um, you had the you had the problem, you yeah. know. You had How, how'd you hear about that, man? I got a call at uh, that I'll never forget. Um, must have been about three and change in the morning, and I got a call that uh, there had been a shooting, and then nobody knew what was happening. And I got a call back that that uh, Big had been shot, and Puff had been shot. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and they were at on, your party. At, at yeah, and they were on the way to the hospital, which is what you didn't want. Exactly. To exactly. have, I mean, times yeah. 10. Yeah. And then um, I got another call that told me the the accurate situation right. of what had happened. And then um, and then it began. And then that was a moment of life that where everything changed, you know. Everything, everything changed. Everything changed. And then all, everybody, we, we, we had a number of journalists out there. The next day after that party, there was supposed to be a big picnic. It was, this was like one of the best times ever. Right. Supposed to be a big picnic where people all the industry people, money, yeah, it was every, good music. yeah, everything, you had everybody's super happy, superstars. yes, yes, and then um, so you I had, had magazines, magazines making money, everything. and now yeah, but you 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 finally kind of healing from Pac's death too. No, you weren't not you weren't really healing because the, it was it was you were moving on. You're trying to move on, right. but you know, I, I at, at the time, you know, uh, I think Suge was in jail at the time, you know. There, there was just different issues going right. on. There was tension, you know. Mm-hmm. There was tension. It was never, and it was never comfortable. Like yeah. so, so what? We weren't at the point yet where, you know, Pac had left. I mean, Pac's situation was so. It was still rushed. It was, yeah. it was still the an open ripples. Yeah. The ripples. Yeah. Were, yeah. You didn't and know then, where the ripples were going to go. And then go. the comments were going on, and right. things were going back and forth. So, you know, it 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 really um it really boom. so this whole that 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 occurred, and then then vibe went from being journalism. The whole thing that you're trying to do with journalism is get as close to the story as possible. Right. The thing you're not trying to do is become part of the story. Part of the know? story. Right. So, so as good as we covered all these things, we became part of the story. Right. You know, uh, you guys were in every headline because we did the event and right. things like that, and 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 you guys were associated with. Yeah, and then also, you know, many folks said, "Yo, they, you know, all they do is they're 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 selling." I I remember sitting with uh, Minister Farrakhan. Minister Farrakhan had a meeting at his house in Chicago. You know. And he was on the media, you know, and I, I was meaning I, he was on you. Yes. But I was the media representative that was at this meeting. Right. Number of hip hop artists, number uh, 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 Kwame Ture uh, yes. was still alive at the time. And, and a number of influential people were in there. Uh, Mustafa, I believe, was uh, uh, the minister. Conrad Mohammed then there at the time? Conrad was not there. Okay. Um, you know, but, he's Christian now. Yes. Yes. Okay. But all these guys were then and, and the minister was speaking about the evils of media and things like that, you know, and, and how, you know, and he was, he was, he was bringing it hard. And I got to speak at this, but it was a, a time where I got to meet the minister and go have a moment with him afterwards. But all this came out of that, 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 and, and then the, the, the so words. How'd you feel, man? Did you feel like there was in a sense like blood I, I on fe- your hands? No, okay. no, I never felt like I was blood on my hands. I, I, I definitely felt though, like we had a responsibility, you know, these were beloved artists, you know, and I felt like we, you know, we didn't print everything that we had, you know, and 
what got me you guys mad, use a lot of discretion. Yeah, well, yeah, we use a lot of discretion, but more importantly, um, we weren't trying to fan fires just to make fires. You right. know, mm-hmm. you know, we were trying just to report the story. The thing that bothered me was that okay, if vibe is bad for covering this, then why isn't um, you know death row bad for ro- launching it? Hit him, hit him up, hit him up was hit him up was an issue. You know, when hit him up dropped was a problem. He, yeah, that was a problem. No, it was yeah. a problem. Yeah, hit him up. This pushed that things hurt. over. Yeah, hit him up. Pushed it was, things it over. Sounded the top. good and it hurt. Yeah. So you had a number of different things going on, you know, uh, and then I'm, I'm forgetting the chronology of these things, but it goes all the way back to the uh, Jermaine Dupree party in Atlanta where uh, Jake Robles, who was with Suge, he was in his camp, he was killed. Right. You know, and, you know, who killed him? Da, 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 da. Allegedly. Allegedly. Somebody yeah, from Puff's yeah, camp. Allegedly. Right. And, uh, and allegedly this and allegedly that. And then it went from, it started kind of as a, this kind of battle between two guys very quickly escalated into a coast battle, right. you know? And then you had when uh, Snoop and Dog Pound came here and shot the New York, New York video. And their shots were fired. Yeah, shots were fired. What up, you know? Brooklyn? <laughs> shots were fired, <laughs> you know? And, you know, and New York shots are different than L.A. shots. Like, New York shots, you have pop, 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 and it's kind of over. L.A., they empty clips. Yeah. I mean, they are comfortable. You're losing some yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 it's a different, <laughs> it's a different situation. Right. You know, so LA, they have real, they have shooters. They have shooters. Yeah, 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 shooters. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it, it became a time where it was hot. I remember distinctly, I remember distinctly coming out and hugging different execs and they're wearing whatever the Kevlar of the time was. Mm, you were know? you wearing yeah. Kevlar, man? No, no. Were you, did you ever fear, fear for your life or, or anybody on your team? Did you ever fear that Someone was in the way of harm. Um, yeah, I mean, you, uh, yeah, I mean, we, you get threat, getting right. threatened is part of the game. You right. know what I mean, uh, but it went yeah. from like kitty threats to like, oh shit. Well, yeah, I mean, but guns are always prevalent. I mean, gu- seeing guns in studios and 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 having cats beat up and there's you know, no guns in the studio. Journalists got beat up. Yeah. You know, I, I've had I've had uh, you know not something I'm proud of, but I've had journalists in my office. Uh, beat up, you know. People come into the office, bum rush the office, and I, one I know, of my old clients allegedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly, you know, yeah, yeah. And and the thing about it is, is like, you know, you go through this kind of thing, and and I and I know they weren't doing it at Rolling Stone. Right. You know, they're not going to go over to People Magazine yeah. and, and and do that. Why yeah. is that, man? I mean, I know the answer. You know the answer. I didn't know why you're going to ask me that question. You you do what you do. You know the damn yeah, answer. Yeah, why is that? Though? You know the answer. But but, but tell. But you know you you tell me the answer. You, you got me out. You know everything. You're, you're you tell the, me the answer. You're the old you know the answer. I think yes, I think yes. we live that life. We're we're, we're that's part, not the answer. We're, we're, I, I'm ashamed of you. That's not the answer. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. That's not the answer. We're part of the culture. It's a simple answer. We're part of. It's a simple. No, listen. Listen to me, Keith. We're part of the culture. We're accessible. I have been in situations where I've said certain things about certain people, and I see them at the baby baby's birthday party and the whole nine. And secondly, they're they afraid of the white man. They're afraid of the white man, B. I don't know if so much afraid of the white man. It's just that we're more comfortable doing dirt to each other. Why? Why? I mean, it goes... It slavery! Goes, yeah, yeah, it goes... Why? I don't know. Slavery. I don't know if this goes back to right. slavery, but it probably has. But we're, its accessible, roots in it. but we're yeah. accessible, though. Yeah. We are accessible. No, everybody's accessible. Yeah. I mean, a writer yeah. from from Rolling Stones, the Village Voice, is accessible. Yeah. Yeah. But a, the writer from Rolling Stones won't be at the baby's birthday party. Yeah, the writer from Rolling Stones will be at the Starbucks yeah. outside yeah. of the Village Voice <laughs> <That's> office, <right. laughs> getting right. his latte every morning at that ten a.m. Jack, Jack, that you're 
love you, but that argument's not going to hold up. The, the accessibility argument's not the argument. The argument well, is that... Yo, Keith is in here punch people in the yeah. mouth. I like, I like that he's holding you responsible. Don't, 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 don't he's don't holding Keith you responsible. Don't, don't, Get in that don't, ass, Keith. Get in that ass, Keith. No, the point of the matter is, is that we do things to each other sometimes that this that are amazing that we right. wouldn't that we wouldn't think about doing to anybody else. Unth- so, uh, unthinkable. Yeah, yeah, it's all unthinkable. Right. Mm. Unthinkable, you know. That's slavery. Isn't that That's fear? Slavery, isn't that fear? Is that safe self hatred? I don't want to. I, I mean, go I on think, this tangent. I don't. Know if it's, I don't think it's. I think it's a little bit of fear, right. uh, but it's a lot of reality. Because you know, if you were to go into uh, Us Magazine or Rolling Stone and Jackson some chairs and the whole nine. One, you're going to jail. Right? Before you go under the jail. Before you get to the elevator. You you going into the, yeah. the sewer going, that's yeah. under the yeah. under the jail. Yeah. So the cha- <laughs> the challenge of uh, what we were doing is like every now and then things would happen, stuff would pop off. You you try you know unless it was just egregious, right. you know, you try to go ahead and just hold on to it so it doesn't become something because nobody wants to be. What's the thing you don't want to be as black men? Emasculated. A snitch. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, you just you 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 know you handle problems from within and things like that. That's always the challenge. So but, how yeah. frustrating that should become, man. Here you are, mm-hmm. Harvard MBA, mm-hmm. um, smart man, creating content, pushing the culture, right? And you find yourself consistently in this environment. It's like I didn't go to school for this shit. I don't wake <laughs> up every day to do this shit. Well, I mean, I I think I think that had a little bit to do with uh, why I left Vibe, right. you know, and and try to find some other things. But at the same time. I, I, I was in love with the era. The right. era that I was in was just a great era. I mean, if you if you love, you know, you when I was in school, business school, I, you know, it was Public Enemy right. and it was Karis One and all, and, and and then and Poor Righteous Teachers and, and then and, and to come out and to see like the Illmatic and to mm. see like, you know, uh, you know, the West Coast come along and, and you see the Chronic and then you see, you know, bat, the rise of Bad Boy and then you and, see... Uh, um, you know, Def Jam come, yeah. Def Jam come back, and then you see all these different. Then you, then here comes like you know, there's Fubu, Envo, and then Voo, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, just a, it's a rich culture. Right. Things are happening. Martin, the Dell, you know, what I mean, it, it's just mm-hmm. one of the best times for the for the birth of the culture. In 1992, there was 17 or 18 black movies, including mm-hmm. Boys in the Hood, right. you know, and that w- symbol, that was like the single of a, of a renaissance, and of they sorts. were making money. Yeah, and they were and they were doing a doing a good thing. This this so, I think that's why I did it. And then right around the time when all these things were happening and things like that, you started to look at the music and the, and the industry was changing. And then yeah. all the execs that you knew, people start to move from yeah. positions and things like that. Yeah. It's not as fun anymore. You know, it was fun calling you know Kevin Lyles when there was a problem. You know, we had beef with Def Jam or whatever right. like that. But it was fun calling Kevin Lyles. It, it it was fun getting yelled at by Puff, you know, about different things. You know, it this was fun right. getting, yeah, getting yeah, yelled yeah, by yeah, Leor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, Leor, I remember yeah. Leor, when Leor would call, you, you would really feel like you, you were being scolded. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You were, I wouldn't yeah. make you. <laughs> and you're just like, yo, stop <laughs> fucking threatening me. Yes. <laughs> and, they, and they were never open threats. They were right. very calm. You know, you very, don't understand yes. what you have done. Yes, you don't understand what you've done to the to the culture, <laughs> to and you're culture. always doing something to right, the right, culture. Right. You know, and uh, Andre Harrell, I got to learn a lot from him, and then uh, you know, uh, George Jackson, George was, Jackson. Uh, was, was alive right. at the yeah. time. There's there was a number of different folks. Uh, Clarence Avon, you know that. So you got an education. You know, Ron Sweeney, Sylvia Rowan, all these folks were doing their thing. You know, and Keith, uh, do yeah. not say Burt Bendel. Burt Bendel. Burt Bendel. Don't say that. So, so Keith, man, um, you know what's what do you think t- uh, of the state of urban journalism today? 
I think it's. I mean, it's it's changing like all journalism. It's it's moving more digital. You know, you you have. But in, in terms of the, the the quality of journalism, well, the the places to practice journalism are are narrowing because newspapers are under fire, magazines are certainly under fire. We already, we already talked about that. But and you have this great freedom online right now. Online is where that's where the journalism is. But also, everybody's a journalist now. You know, people with uh, very good, clever Twitter accounts are journalists. They're reporting out there. But the you know? criticism is that particularly with hip-hop in, in, in today's journalistic uh, society, we're not really getting real journalism. We're getting, you know, puff pieces. We're getting, you know, these little... We're not seeing people break stories the way... I don't think you will, because, like, nowadays, if Nicki Minaj has something she wants to say, right. she's going to say it. And her 15 or 12 million barbs, they're going to follow her. Right. Rihanna, when she does her thing, Rihanna's going to, you know, if you get on Rihanna... Rihanna's Navy is going to be looking for you, right, you know, right. so it's a different type of world. So you even, you know, journalistically, you got to cover things from a, a, a different perspective. You just can't cover the things from the fan perspective. You got to make sure you're getting into the music. That's that's hence the core behind what we're trying to do at Revolt. But do you think now writers are are, are pulling punches or not really going deep? Like, no, you guys, no, no. I think I, I think the places to be able to go ahead and present what you like TMZ. You can pull punches all you want to. TMZ will put it on. Right. Media Takeout will put it on. Bossip will put it yeah. on. You know what up, so, Bossip? Yeah, yeah, you got to you got to be able to go ahead and and if you're going to beat that type of journalism, you better come with something that is brilliant and unique. You know? mm-hmm. well, 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 well. It's not even necessarily journalism right now. It's, it's exposés. Well, it, it, it's a little bit of that, but it's also the the speed of journalism has changed right. mm-hmm. drastically. Back in the halcyon days that we all love to talk about. Magazines come out once every month, right, you right. know, and we would sit so around and wait. To, like, yeah. stew that sit, story, yeah, think and about it, and go ahead and pass it around, season pay, it, like yeah. wait till y'all see yeah. this story wait in you thirty see, oh, days. My, oh my God, it's coming! Nowadays, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't gonna last. It ain't gonna last the night, no, you know, not at all. It ain't gonna last. If anything that's major and big, it's gonna be tweeted about, you right. know, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be you know pushed around further, and then you're gonna get more and more different information out. Then it's gonna hit the, all the internet. Right. So now. You can't do journalism the same way. What, what has to happen is we've got to take pride in the culture. And there's beauty in the culture. Like the situation with Such Ka- beauty in the culture. Yeah, it's the situation with Kanye. Right now, I don't, I don't always agree with Kanye. Right. I mean, so you're yeah. not feeling the Confederate flag? Definitely not feeling the Confederate flag because I also think it's youth. You know, he doesn't know the blood that was spilled underneath that flag. But he's you know? educated. I, I think he knows. Education does not, until you've seen, sometimes if you haven't seen something, if right. you haven't seen, you know, mothers killed if you haven't seen children stabbed crying yeah yeah seeing yeah, those lynch yeah, pictures yeah, yeah if you haven't really if you mm. haven't if you haven't been there if you haven't felt the palpable fear of it of what that flag meant you know you're not going to understand it but yeah. like the the point he said about um uh his wife versus michelle obama yes. so normally and that's something you can go ahead and go deep on but by the time that comes out it's analyzed and turned over and turned over and turned over so you've got to approach things in a in a different way right so you have this successful career mm-hmm. in print mm-hmm. and then you go in television. Like how, how, how'd you make that move? Well, Vanguard did not work. Right. You know, I, I had a good run, but didn't completely work. And you know, at my 40th birthday, I, I turned 40 and I was without a company without, I wasn't the CEO of anything. I was just walking the cursed earth and I was mad at magazines. I was mad at everything, yes. you know, which is a good place yeah, to be. Jay Z had the, his big concert at Times Square. I mean, at um, at Madison Square Madison Garden. Garden yeah. mm-hmm. And I didn't get invited. You know, I was just, 
I was isn't, just, isn't that a bad feeling? It is a you, terrible when feeling. When you do yeah, so much yeah, yeah, and like yeah. you feel that people yeah. fuck with you. Yeah. And you became you became regular Pers- key. Yeah. No, no, persona yeah. non grata. Yeah, you just basically like, you know, whatever. Right. And you're you're a rap, you yeah. know, and and the and the question always is the question in life is not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get back up. Right. You mm. know? And that's 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 it. So Truth. uh to be able to go so what I like to do, I, I I always had a good relationship with people at ESPN. I'd known some people over there before. And I started doing some, consul- I, and that's what I did when I was at home. When I wasn't, you know, working, right. I, I watched ESPN. Right. I watch ESPN now, you know, so um, so I, I contacted a guy. and I did some consulting work for him in the advertising area, and then they talked to me about the opportunity to run ESPN the magazine. And I was like, well, damn, I, uh, I'm, I, these I, magazines, I, you know. Print. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, fuck I mean, yeah, yeah, fuck <laughs> 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 But I got the opportunity. Right. And, uh and it was it was great, and I got different to, environment. Yeah, different environment. I got to learn more, and I got to see some things. And then I did a good job with the magazine, and then I got put in charge of a, a content development group. And I also got lucky, you know, got lucky a number of times. So uh, uh, Spike Lee wanted to work with with uh, ESPN, and I I knew Spike, and right. Spike worked with me very well. And we did this this movie called Kobe Doing Work. Mm. So that was my first movie, and then. Uh, I got to do another movie. IMDb credits. Yeah, yeah. Did you bring him in? Yeah. You brought Spike in, or he? No, Spike. Was Spike was a guy I knew, and then and then he wanted to he wanted to do something with ESPN, and then he talked about this film he had seen about the uh, soccer player Zidane, mm-hmm. and it was a film basically where they put twenty cameras on Zidane. So Spike wanted to do the same thing with Kobe. He put he put twenty cameras on Kobe, uh, but there was also twenty cameras on him when ESPN does a game. There's twenty cameras on right. him. You know, just the regular game cameras. So um, you take that whole mixture and put it together, and all of a sudden you had something that was really good. Good, and that I did that. I was able to do a show called Black Magic with a guy named Dan Clores. Who, who Dan is a uh, uh, you know runs a big uh, PR firm and had made a number of movies. This film was fantastic. It was a four-hour documentary, and you know that gave me entree. And then uh, then came the Thirty for Thirty. How do you how did you develop that? 30 for 30 came out of an idea to celebrate the 30th anniversary of ESPN, you know, and how do you do it? Well, we argued about, you know, get doing these 30 projects and how could we get big directors to do them for, cause we didn't pay a lot of money, you know, and we, you, you're very familiar with this being from your background. We had a favor nations clause you know, and basically some folks liked it and some folks didn't, you know, and that's, that's basically how we, we got it going. And then Peter Berg, uh, big time director, right? He had a passion for this Gretzky story, mm, mm. you know. So that was wound up being the first one, and then um, Barry Levinson, you know, mm. you know, award winning filmmaker. He had a passion for the band in Baltimore, like you know what happened to the band right. that used to be with the Baltimore Colts when they were in there before they went out and things like that. He told a great story uh, about this, and the, and these guys. They're big time filmmakers, but they were very receptive to very listen. passionate about. This they were, as well. and they made sure they listened. They, 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 they worked with. They weren't like prima donnas at all, you know. And then we, we kept going, and we had good films. You know, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike did the film on the U.S. the USFL, and 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 with Trump, that was a you know Mike Tolan. He did a very good job with this film. Um, these were the first four films, and they did okay. Right. They did okay, but they were not. They weren't the thirty for thirty that we know. And then, then this kid. Um, Kurt, he comes along and does uh, he does the uh, the Len Bias one, which was, you know? which was yeah. wow, yeah, and the and the Len Bias joint comes ahead and you know he did his thing, you right. know, 
and and uh, Kurt did his thing. Not only did he do his thing, he he told a story that was complete, you know. And all these guys from University of Maryland, they lit up the phones, and that was one of the so first. That was ones. one. Of, that's when it turned the corner. That was one of the first ones to get a rating, right? You okay. know, and then when you get a rating in television, right, uh, above a one, right? Now um, people say, oh, you know, and then you go on from there, and then you know, the U, you know, uh, University yeah. of Miami, it came Miami. along, did, did its thing, and then um. And then uh, on down the line to, uh, you know, the, the two Escobars, which was had fantastic footage in it, this awesome story. And then, you know, you fast forward to the um, <laughs> to uh, the Fab Five, Fab five. And, by, wow. and by the time you get to the Fab Five, so you know, you you had a, you had a product, you know, you had something that was real. Yeah, we had the guys from uh, Rock, Rock on Terror. Rock, Rock on Terror, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they, they were they were on the show. Man. Yeah, they they, they turned up. They they yeah. returned, but well, they that, did. Uh, broke. I mean, they did Cocaine Cowboys. Yes, they did. Broke. Broke was. They did the U. Yeah, you know? and brilliant. Yeah. brilliant, brilliant, man. Yeah, and they're good filmmakers. Right. So you know, it's kind of funny because you going into ESPN, you also bring some of this uh, journalistic uh, controversy into the mix. Right. Like you were the guy that was kind of like involved with this whole LeBron making the decision and the whole night. Can you talk about that? Well, first, let me make let me correct a mistake. Yes. Uh, the Len Bias film was Kirk Frazier. Kirk Frazier. Yeah, okay. that's why I want to make sure I give him his props because he 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 worked hard in this film and he right. talked to me. He, he was a good brother and he did a lot of things. So you guys captured that period. Man. You yeah, guys, he they did. really he, captured he, that '80s. That brother's from DC. Right. And he, he did it. A little young, but he right. did his thing. You know, he did his thing. Um, the LeBron thing came from um, uh, Maverick, but who's who's um, uh, LeBron's manager, right. and um, and they had an idea to basically, you know, do this thing where LeBron announced where he was going and then give the money to charity. This is, I think the tragedy, the tragedy of the decision, right, was was how much money this man raised for, for charity, you know, and the charity was the Boys, Boys and Girls Club, you know, and they got their money. They got millions of dollars because what LeBron did was he went to these companies and said, uh, you're going to sponsor this and, um, uh, and other companies were going to match the sponsorship, so he was able to give them a good amount of money, and ESPN was able to give up the time right. because we were selling on the front of it. The Sports Center on the front of it was. Yeah. We said we'll make that three hours because people were going to. They were all getting ready for this 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 decision right. thing, and you know, and and it was a big thing. And then the this is the beauty of ESPN. The other side of ESPN, the news side of ESPN, was like. You're not going to put on an event about who's going where. We're good. we're reporting on this. So, uh, Chris, Chris Broussard, you know, uh, my fraternity brother, he mm-hmm. he called it. You know, he called it uh, hours before. He's definitely going to uh, Miami, Miami and things like that. Um, did Did any of you guys know what the decision was? I didn't know, but right. uh, and most of us didn't want to know because right. uh, we we were trying to make sure we kept. You know, the 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 price of journalism is sometimes not making sure you 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 infringe on the people's you know you want to you want to keep the integrity of the journalism right. so um plus you know we wanted to make sure you know i, I remember jim gray was the uh was the host and, and jim gray knew he had he talked knew. to him he, he right. had knew it but it, it and then and then when you kind of go back and reverse it i remember guys saying different things like i remember one of the security guys saying well we're going and we'll get it in miami different this but it wasn't like the way the way they said it you know it didn't register at the time right but when after he said where he said, and and also, I gotta admit, I was in complete denial because when he came to Connecticut to do this, 
I was believing that he was going to go ahead and come to New York, New York right. and he was going to go be in Carmelo's wedding or something like that. Right, right, and right, I right. was all, <laughs> I was amped up about LeBron being, I was completely believing that everything else was a misdirection, right? right? Um, and, and, and then... That, that's awesome, though, that, that you're part of this, and it's still... This didn't know. And then, right. then there was guys filing false... They, they were good, too. They filed false private plane reports. You know, mm. when you fly a private plane, you got to file a report on right. where you're landing and things like that. So they filed reports at different airports, you know? And, you know, like, you know, D.C., New York, Cleveland, Miami, you know... This is all alleged. This is all different things I see, but but all this, but all this information mm-hmm. is coming out right. and coming around, and then everybody had a hotel story like, oh, Le- LeBron rented out this spot in Le- uh, Atlanta for this. He rented out this spot, you know. <laughs> so here, all all, you know, all this information is going on around Instagram, yeah. and then, before and this, Instagram, <laughs> and this thing hits, you know, and it comes on, and it gets a rating like you know, like everything's a, like quiet. A, yeah. I mean, it's just it that. was it was it it did, it did a it did a a twenty five in Cleveland. Wow, you know. Wow. <laughs> but what, what what is your opinion on how sports fans? I mean, not 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 all, but a lot really feel that was uh, you know, the way he handled that and the way he, you know, announced where he was going, regardless if it was for a charity for boys and girls club. A lot of people uh, you know, left a bad taste in their mouth. I think they were unfair to him, you know. I mean, I I, I never it never really sat well with me because I knew about the charity, you yeah. know. And I felt like and that was and that was tantamount. That was like that's really- yeah. And I felt like I felt like that wasn't played up enough. And yeah. I and also ESPN was in the pressure. It's like, oh, you're you're you know you're just doing this. This is not even real journalism. You're staging something and making it look like journalism. And we weren't really staging it. But you, it's hard to explain that to a a rabid public. That right. the, and also there was many competitors that didn't have the decision. Right. I mean, everybody, whether you whether you liked it or not, you were watching it. You know, yeah. if you were a basketball fan, you yeah. wanted to know where you Even go. if you weren't yeah. a basketball yeah. fan, you were watching it. Yeah, and there was a lot of people right. watching it. So it, was, that, it was official news. It was beyond sports news. And that's the thing. that So I, I think Le, Le, LeBron handled that. I think he did a, a, a good job of handling it, but there, it, it always requires some extra, you know. Right. It always requires, you know, and, and I think that's the... Maybe it's a lesson he learned, but certainly his his ab- ability to handle the media nowadays is just amazing. And I think he learned from the very hard lessons of the decision. You know, were you able to pick up what he was going through throughout that whole process? I mean, it was, was it just otherworldly. Was it like nervousness? Was it? I, it? It seemed to me like he he was he always seemed to be amazingly in control of his emotions for right. a man so young. You right. know, and had been through so much. And then and you got to keep in mind he was on national television since he was 17 years old so he always had an air of calm around him he's never never seemed shook you know Mm. um the only time i i felt like he was shook was like one of the uh i think the the first the first year he was um in miami you know when they when they lost to dallas that time you know and and he wasn't shooting in the fourth quarters and you know i think because uh i think he was trying to adjust to what he was doing with Dwayne, and i think there was a little bit of things with that there but it was it was a lot of pressure there was a lot of pressure and there was all other things going on and now uh, but they took it deep, you know, for a first-year team. But he's, I think he's awesome. Think they're going to do it a third time? I definitely think they're going to do it a third time. Although, and, and although I think I think Brooklyn is going to show up. I think Brooklyn, mm. yeah, I think Brooklyn. And, Brooklyn and will I, be in the playoffs, but come on. Yeah. You're shaking your head, man. And I think Indiana. And I think Indiana is real, too, because mm. those young guys are, they are they're beautifully disrespectful. Right. They're like, they're like we don't care. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we do not care who you are. You right. know? The spirit of UNLV in a sense. Yeah, we don't care. Now, mm-hmm. now, Keith, man, you you you've been successful in in all these ventures, man. But I had the opportunity to speak to you uh, a couple of months ago off air, mm-hmm. and you shared something with me that I don't think you've you've ever shared publicly. But I just think it's so amazing to me. It's uh, 
very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I yes, want to talk about that, man. Like, you know, um, what did you go through, man? I, I had problems swallowing, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, I, 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 I would what eat do you bread. Mean? Was it was dry or you? No, I just it, it would seem like there was something blocking right. something in my in my throat. So I would every time I eat bread or anything like a sandwich or something, I was having problems getting it down. And um, you know, I didn't wait. You know, my wife basically said you should get that checked out. <laughs> like a black man, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'm, I can swallow. Right? right, you know, I'm good. Right. So eventually, I go get it checked out, and uh, and the doctor says, "Well, it's, you know." It's like tonsillitis. Let me take a look at it. And then it goes, it was a little large tonsillitis. So they said, we're going to do a biopsy. And right. They do a biopsy. And, um, and then eventually I got the call that nobody wants to get. And that call is that you, you have cancer. And at that moment, you know, the worst thing to do. You pick up the phone or you go to the doctor's office or? Well, I was on a trip. Okay. I was on a trip, you know, so I'm, I'm away, you know, chilling, doing my thing, you know, enjoying life. And then, uh, uh, and I'd gone to the doctor before, and he hits me, and then he says, do you want to know? I said, yeah, I want to know. And he said, yes, well, you, you have cancer. Then at that moment, you everything changed. And, right. I, and then the worst thing I did was uh, get on the Internet, you know, because when you, you oh, start. That's the first thing you do. <laughs> that's, the wor- that's the first No, thing. that's the worst thing. It's the worst thing <laughs> you do, but that's thing. unfortunately no. in this day and age. My man, if you go, okay, I'm just telling you, anybody right. who's ever diagnosed with cancer, do not get on the Internet, because when you get on the Internet, you're going to die. Even you're if you're not diagnosed <laughs> with cancer, don't go on the Internet. <laughs> because when you have, if you don't die, you're <laughs> going to kill yourself. Yeah, it's just, it's just so bad. So I went through all that. Then I, I was blessed uh, uh Friends at ESPN put me with different folks, and right. I got to go to some good doctors. And uh, but you're working all through this. Yes, yeah, I'm working through it. You know, because and, at the same time, this is at the beginning. This is in 2009. Right. This is this is at the beginning. You know, I got things going on. I just got the 30 for 30 approved. Different stuff is happening. Right. I mean, so so um, you know, I just didn't want to. I want. I didn't want to give cancer the deference it deserved. You right. know what I mean, I was. I was very much like I. I don't have it. I was. I. Your so attitude. you're not dwelling on it. You're you're, you're kind of like I'm not. I'm dwelling on the treatment. I'm right. dwelling on what I had to go through. Right. I dwelling. I had to go through radiation. Now, know, what so. was what was the prospects for you? Was was it was it? Uh, the doctors told me it was a curable cancer, okay. and I could have a normal life. You so know? it wasn't like a death sentence. Like you may or may not. Well, here's the problem. Right. I had throat cancer. I had okay. I had a, a squamous cell cancer in my throat. However, that that's not what they were concerned about. That that the survival rate in that cancer is very high, right. 75, 80 percent. Okay. Um. But it was close to my esophagus, and the esophageal cancer has a twenty-five percent success uh, uh, survival rate. Right. You know I mean so most people who get that, it's kind of a wrap, you know. Right. So that or it's near your lymph nodes, so they want to make sure. Well, you have it in your throat. Did it spread? Did, did it get? Did right. you get? You know, so you have to check all those things out. And once that occurred, then it was a then the treatment got very focused, and I went down and they put radioactive seeds into my throat, and then they. Uh, hit me with radiation over and over and over again. Uh-huh. Um, but was, are you um, thinking, like, what Like, what are you thinking when you're in the dark place? Like, you know. Uh, you know what? I never thought about, I never thought about mortality of right. it. You know, I thought, I thought How? about, I thought, I thought about it, but I try to get it out of my head. I, why? I, I'll tell you this. The only reason why is because if you think about the, if, if you, I spent my mortality thing at the beginning, right? right? And everything I read about cancer, the only good thing I read is that your mental attitude affects how the disease performs. Of course. Yes. You know? So I just try to keep my mind on the stuff I was doing at ESPN and how, uh, also when the radiation kicked in, you feel terrible. You don't feel, you don't feel good. You know, and, um, 
but but I was trying to get back to my normal life, and then I had the operation, so I got the scar, so I'm able to go ahead and, and tell hood stories about how yeah, I got the scar. Yeah. It's not a buck fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like a thirty-five. Right, right, right. So I was able to you know do that whole thing, and then you know after I went through all the treatments, and the doctor said you're clear, and I had gone through thirty treatments. Um, so how long of a period is this, man? This was from. I was diagnosed on February 29th, and I, I was cleared sometime around June. My final thing was June Okay, so 12th, a relatively short period of time, but while you're going through it, <laughs> it was like, it's like 10 years. Yeah, yeah, and then then the doctor said, okay, don't get on the planes for a while because you've been on um, radiation so much. Right. So I got on the plane like two days later. What's, what, what's, what's radiation <laughs> in a plane? I don't understand the correlation. Well, planes have, I don't know either. I just, the doctors, yeah. doctors, you know, yeah, planes have radioactive. Okay. So I get on the plane, and I'm feeling terrible, but to I do went what? down. To see Kobe Bryant beat Dwight Howard, Game Six, motherfucker! Yeah. So you just want, you're risking your life for the fucking yeah, because I, <laughs> I missed the whole. You know, this is the Lakers, right. and this is the, the you know. And, and, so uh, I'm gonna see this game if it kills me. Yeah, and I was, and I and I sat next to Kobe. You know, okay. uh, right on the right on the when he came out for that game, I was sitting right there, and it was just uh, it was a moment for me. So I I felt I felt victorious, right. you know, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed the whole thing. How did your life change? You get your mortality makes you focus on things that are important, right. you know, and you get a different view of friends and people who are real, you know, and people who are not, you know, uh, friends. So you cut some motherfuckers off? Well, it's not so much cutting them off. It's just that like when you're, when, when you don't reach out to people and they're not your friends, and people, they're not calling people you. People knew you were going through this. No, no. Cause no, that's but, the, that's the thing. Friend, friends knew, you know, um, they inquired, they found a way yeah, to they, find yeah, out they find, what like, you were going where, through. Where, where are you? And right. then, and then they, um, and I was more worried about my career. I didn't right. want to, because, you know, I was able to do, I was able to go through the whole thing and kind of be in two places at once. I lost a lot of weight, though. Right. I, I had gotten down to about 170 at one point, you know. But what were you before? I was high as 215, 220. You hey, know? Dallas Penn, don't yeah. catch cancer just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you think. That radiation will do it, you know. That radiation. I'm, I'm trying to get this tapeworm <laughs> and then go into this coma. <laughs> and then wake up from the coma. Shoot. My brother, you go ahead and uh, have that radiation. <laughs> I'm, that I'm radiation. fucking around. That, no, no, no. I, I, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. So, that, so, that, so that you appreciate your friends more. Well, yeah. But you also, friends. you appreciate, you appreciate life more you right. appreciate your family more you appreciate the people you, you you know people like your brother and your sister and your your wife and everybody else like that you they they, ha, they end they end up taking on a whole nother type of thing because it's very easy to take all that for granted but you see what true love is when people are dealing with you uh in the, under those kind of conditions because mm-hmm. you're just you're just you're you're helpless you know you right. you really have to you, you know it's 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 humbling and it's humiliating but at the same time you know, those that love you just care about you getting better. What was your worst part of, of that whole process, man? Uh, the, your chemo. taste bud, no, the radiation. Mm-hmm. So so people who have, uh, some people get chemo, but the, because this was very localized, mm-hmm. once they determined I didn't have like lymphoma or something like that, they were able to, they able to do a very target carpet bombing of it mm-hmm. with, with radiation. So that radiation, um, First two weeks, nothing. You don't feel nothing. Like two weeks in a day. I heard day, you get like kind of, uh, initially like a high initially, like a, I don't know about the high. I right. just I know taste buds went out like a light, right. and then you feel like jelly, and then it's just, it's a it's a rough ride. You know? mm-hmm. it's a rough ride. You, you know, getting back to to you working close with Kobe, what do you think Kobe is going to be able to do when he returns, as he returns uh, to playing again? I think Kobe, like like Sean Combs, you know, this is relentless. You know, not not going to be stopped. I think uh, I think he'll have a tough time with that team. Um, but I, I think he's got a run in him, and I think uh, 
and the West is the West is weak enough. He's coming back to the, the, the West is not strong except for except for um, OKC. OKC mm-hmm. You know, um, San Antonio's a little old. You know, you know. So the rest of the I think he's got a, a chance in the West and the Clips. The, the and the Clips. You just don't know what's going to happen with the right. Clips. You know, um, Keith. Um, what were some of the things you changed about your life going through that whole cancer scare, man? Cancer thing. I think the main uh, the, the main thing is the you you got to take a, a breath every now and then and make sure that you um, make sure that you, you you care about the folks that are that are in your life. You know, you gotta and you you gotta make sure that you 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 gotta you gotta take a moment to have some kind of relationship with God. Right. You know, when you when you uh, when you're facing real mortality you gotta go beyond you gotta right. you gotta think about you know what what do you talk about to god now you know? going back though i mean going full circle man what presence did your father play in your life at the time my father was always just uh, I, I was always blessed because he was always there you know yeah. uh when i went to business school he was there when i went to under i mean you know he was always helpful to me so um i never had but my father was my father was a black father he was not wasn't like you know patting you on the back all the time he was just you know gotta go get out, your shit together get your, yeah he, you gotta do you gotta do better you right. gotta do twice as good you can't complain you gotta you know you really gotta get into the, if you wanna win in this world and I think the thing my dad did the best my dad for a guy who has been exposed to so much racism he was an incredibly loving man who mm. just looked at all people you know for their how they treated him for their values so right. I never I like I never once heard him speak about like white people evil or anything like that you know and he was in some situations but he just never did and and that it, it made you really think about how you treat people all the way around you know and don't don't get you know then I went to when you go to Florida A&M you know black school you can you know you can get different views on things and things like that but I, I think it was that upbringing that he had uh and that, that kind of stays with you that that good people are all around because when good I'll, people I'll, all around, yeah, and when the, the thing when I was at ESPN, that's a good lesson. To yeah, because it's it's too kids. it's too easy it's too easy to uh, it's too easy to go ahead and say, man, it's racism, right? right. When when I was when I was uh, at ESPN, you know, I I realized what the value of a good company and good benefits is, you right. know, because you know it, this was an expensive procedure. So when I see people getting on Obama about Obamacare. I'm like these folks have never faced a four hundred thousand dollar bill, mm. you know. Uh, four hundred thousand. It was more than that. Can, cancer's expensive. <sighs> if, of course. Know? Yeah, yeah. Cancer's expensive. I mean, that, in the U.S. Yeah, it's, it's expensive <laughs> in the U.S. I mean, well, it, the, yeah. the cancer treatment is the, the, to get yourself back where you don't have cancer or where the ca- cancer's in remission. Mm-hmm. You know, it is not an inexpensive process. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're taking care of yourself right now. Trying. Yeah. yeah. Got, but you know what? The thing about it is, is like. Uh, Stress, all the different things of life, you know. Um, and now you're in a stressful environment, and you're with yeah. Diddy. Well, one one of the things, one of the doctors I met um, along the process, a young guy, he was like, "You know, you can't drink anymore." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What do you mean you can't drink?" He goes, "No, alcohol is a wrap." And he, and he goes, "I don't care what any other doctor tells no you." No, do say. Yeah, he's like, he was like, <laughs> "No more drinking." So right. that, you know, the, you know, now the beat that beat, now it's cruel irony to be able to. I used to drink Johnny Walker Black all the mm. time, and that's made by Diageo, and, right. and Diddy Ciroc deal is with Diageo. with Diageo. So here I am now with Diddy. I could just be Johnny Walker in blue. I could be blue straight time, right? <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I so can't. not not a drink. No, because because it's, t- it's too yeah because because you can't really, and you're that disciplined. No, I'm not disciplined. I'm I'm that undisciplined. Right. If I if I have a drink, I'm going all in. So mm. it is not it's not a matter of discipline. It's so a matter of So if they of send you that. cases, you know where to 
Yeah, I just so send those, yeah, you send know, those yeah, cases yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, Find yeah, right yeah, down no, in your house. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Yo, Keith, man, I'm really happy that you um stopped by. Thank man. you for having and, me and, by. And, and, yeah. and salutes, man, to, to to all the shit that you went through. Yeah. Um, this guy's a soldier. Every, man. Everything that you've accomplished and, and all of the things that you will continue to accomplish, man. You know, salutes on revolt. You know, I I definitely want to see best out of you guys and is, is, is there anything else you want to share with us man? anything that we didn't cover only thing i would say ask is just ask your your audience your influential audience is to get involved with uh you know if you like revolt get involved and call your your cable folks you right. know and if you don't if you don't have it on cable please just you know make sure we have a new website coming you know make sure you when check was that there. launching you know i don't know we're uh we're, we're probably about a week week and a half away they, they keep making adjustments on it you know and, and look and we want to get it right with with, with Sean also because you know the, the hot factor has to be there. Right. So um, that girl is cute, man. Sib 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 Vicious. Sib Vicious, yeah. yeah. She's real cute, man. She was an extra. She came in for a shoot that we were doing as an extra, and she had personality and things like that. And she she's done a great job. But I mean, uh, you know, Puff put out this this worldwide casting call. Well, people are going it, hard. Yeah, and folks, they, I mean, they were folks. It was amazing the kind of talent, the kind of passion that people have. So this is, this is the kind of thing that really made me believe that there's something here. Because you don't see that a lot anymore. No, and people love they they they. The what is people, it about Puff, man? What is it about Puff that he's still relevant, man? And when can we get him on the show? I mean, <laughs> my man is uh, he. I mean, amazing drive, right? Amazing drive. But the, I think the main thing is that he just you know. He's, he's, he tells you, I just don't stop, you know, right. and that's not just a slogan because you know? I can't stop. Can't yeah, stop. I can't stop. I won't stop and I won't stop. Take, you know, take, take, take that. that, you know, because it's like <laughs> that all the time, my brother. And it's, you would think sometimes, oh, this is just something that he says on records. Right. No, no that, that's how no, he is. That's that, how he gets yeah, down. And he's right. in yeah. the spotlight. Yeah, but you yeah. know what? Even and, and I must say this to you, you know, I mean, you may not hear this enough, but just from listening, reading up on you. But really, just listening, man. You're you're a soldier, man, and I really respect you because it's like I, I look at things, and you know, you've been through a lot of things, and 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 you powered through them, mm-hmm. and uh, been through a lot. You've been no, through a I'm lot. saying you've been <laughs> through a lot of things, and in the thirty for thirty, like honestly, I'm probably speaking on like half of three quarters of America, man. Thank you, no, thank you know, you and, and, and 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 honestly, man, the guy's a soldier. Yeah, and that look, and it, and the and the blessing is that. For, uh, be this be sitting across from Puff, arguing about things years ago. You know about about what what we were doing with Faith or what we were doing with One Twelve. Or what, what were you what were you guys doing with Faith? You know what? No, what, 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 what about, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you really caused problem. Yeah, you really you know, to be arguing with him on that and right. then to go full circle and do work with him on this. Right. Um, you know, it's been you know because that that's the that's the thing, opportunity to be put on. You know, no matter no matter how you cut it, no matter how I say I was made for the job and I'm right for the job, that man put me on. Yeah, you know? mm. and that and that that's something that uh, you know. So that man put you on. You got to look. Okay, so what what do I have to do? And I got to pay attention to what got him to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, and being psychotic about you know your your fans being psychotic about what you're trying to do and, and loving the culture, being just a savage. That's what you have to be. Keith, are you, you know? psychotic, man? Well, I think you have to go ahead and have that kind of attitude, yeah, right. without a doubt. What yeah. pisses you off the most, man? Like, in terms of, like, work, what pisses you off the most? What I, I, will have you in a motherfucker's <laughs> chest? I have, yeah. I, I got, I, I got to mature with this, but I get angry, you know, and I, I, I get angry and, uh, um, 
you know, I don't always hang, handle the anger well, so I, I walk around, I do it. Before I would drink, but the doctor killed that. Yeah, so you can't like, drink yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah. Before I used to be able to go to a bar and just knock it right out. Do some yoga or something? You got to get somebody in the, in the revolt over you can bully. <laughs> no, yeah. You got to put somebody in a leather <laughs> suit that you no. can just punch in the face you gotta, a gimp. You got to get a gimp, no, man. No, you get a gimp just get a Wrong time. No, see, that's the thing. You can't do that anymore. You can't bully. No, old management was like, you know, Basically, you do this or I'll kill you. Right? right? That was the old man. Yeah. You you can't do that now. Can't do yeah. It yeah. You know. Can't call names. No, you can't. You can't do. You can't intimidate. Human resources yeah. will be up in that ass. Yeah. You got to go ahead and have a. You got to manage differently. You got you got to lead. Mm, you, right. You've got to lead, and you got to lead. Got to be gotta, a better man. Yeah, and you got to also earn earn the right to, yeah. to stay there. You know, and 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 sometimes that's frustrating, and sometimes that's hard. But you know what, Andre Harrell. Uh, Works with with Sean. Yes. Works with us at Revolt. That's, that's a great relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Andre Andre Harrell is a is a what? Back in the day, what I used to look at Clarence Avon. You know, I look at Andre Harrell now. You know, he's he's OG. Yes. You know, and he's he's been there, done that, done different things. Has great Rolodex. No Sean. All you know, so he, successful. Just very Obi Wan yeah. in my life. So I feel and always smiling. Yeah, and I feel blessed to have him around. He's yeah. still smiling. Always. Mm. Always. You know what, Keith, before you go, this is something that we always ask rap dudes. Mm -hmm. In all your career, making money, being successful, give us something that that you did. Give us some dumb rapper shit that you did with your money. What did you put what did you put fur on that didn't have fur on it to begin with? Some zippers Um, on some shit. The dumbest rapper thing I did was um I got a I got a CLS Benz, which is a small Benz. Mm. What color? It was it was green. It was nice hunter green hunter. bands. So I came I came to Justin's one night and I saw two girls pull up in the same bands, but they mm-hmm. were like pink and white or mm-hmm. some girl color. And I and I like the next day, I drove that Benz back to the dealership, <laughs> and I said, I have to get rid of this car, right? Because you went SLS. I mean, hold on, because you, you got me I, no. associated yeah, with you, some ghetto you, shit. You, right well, now. I was in the I was in the kind of the girl car, you right. know. So mm-hmm. okay, so I said, you was I in the baby go. mama bands. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I said, <laughs> yes. So I said, I gave me. So I got the the uh, CL six hundred. So they ain't even yeah. make them yet. No, and, and only you know what? <laughs> only me and Jay had them. I remember mm. this. I was hot like that, but it was right. like the stupidest purchase. Right, it was right. it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was uh, it was it, it it was ridiculous. You know, you leased it or finance? Uh, I leased it, yeah. and then I ended up turning the car over. That's some it, increase, yeah. man. Yeah. But it's not tricking if you got it. No, shoot, it, it, but I—I I mean, it's—it's it's still tricking. It was too ex- too expensive, and right. I and I had I went from that six hundred to a five hundred back to a six hundred, and these cars are ridiculous. Yeah. So that 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 was a thing. So now I, you know, I, that, that, but that was my that was my rapper. What, what are you driving now, Keith? I have a, a truck. Like yeah, a yeah, keep, 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 don't 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 yeah, go yeah. in Keith's wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go in Keith's wallet. Just right? keep, I mean, keep going. No, no, that was before. Got, that was the vibe. Petty let cash the man money. Talk. Yeah. No, I have a GMC truck, and nice. I, and then I got a, I have an Audi S5. Nice. Okay. okay. Play with. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. What internet? Yo, Keith. Once again, man. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime we're here, man. Um. Once again, much success at Revolt TV. Revolt TV Internets. Tune into the Combat Jack Show with Keith Clinkstaff, CEO of Revolt TV. F your radio. <laughs> Tune into the Combat Jack Show, the Combat Jack Show.com. Wow, we. Vibers. Yo, Vibe Magazine. What was happened to the show? Vibe, what? what the, the Vibe? The Vibe Show? Yeah, Vibe Show. Vibe Show was kind of like whack, though. Yeah, yeah it was whack. Vibe, yeah. vibe Show, the Vibe Mag was official. That official. Vibe, that the Vibe, vibe show Magazine was on the muscle. On the, on the Vibe Show was. was Who was the was host hurt. again? Chris, what? 
That that shit reminded me of Hot Track. They remember had, Hot Tracks? They had yeah. too many light skinned niggas in the background. <laughs> was that Parker dude? Remember the Park? He was editor. Kevin Parker. Yeah, he, Kevin Parker was on Vibe. No, but he was part of that TV shit. Was he? That they were trying to do. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Kevin Parker. Yes. From the Kevin Parker report. Tall light skinned Negro that used to be the editor. No. Yes. I think you're talking about somebody else. The guy that was at MTV. No Vibe. No, but Kevin Parker was at MTV. Who are you talking about? Also, he was on MTV. Also, he was he had a run over there too. You know what? Internet's go on IMDb. Look up <laughs> Kevin Park and see if he was on Vibe TV as well as MTV. Listen, that was a great. Shouts to all light skinned dudes though. Yeah, with good hair, right? Definitely. Yo, man, Keith Clinsdale definitely is a light skinned dude with good hair, but he definitely gave a great interview, man. Cancer survivor, man. Yo, this that's, might... that's hard body. No, how, how hard body that he that he was here, that he was here tonight, the day after his pops died. Yeah, yeah. I know most real. cats. Would not be here yeah. the nah. day after their pops died. No, nah. yeah. nah, but that was a great interview, man, and I really appreciate it. Anything we want to talk about, man? This before might have we been the off? best show, man. You think so? I mean, yeah. we, we've had some great shows, know, man. The past one, three, this man, one like was a little... Mark Echo, Anil Dash. This one was... Uh, Keith Clink's, Clink Scale. It covered so many different eras of hip-hop right, right, right. that we grew up in, too. Edutainment. You know I mean? Biggie Pac. Mm. TLC. TLC. There's a lot of things. LeBron James. And now ESPN. Diddy. ESPN. Revolt. I mean, when you do good work, look at the things you get to touch. More work. You All get to, kinds of work. You get to sit next to Kobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're not supposed to be on the airplane. I tell you, now, yeah. he's a Harvard graduate? Yeah, Harvard MBA. I, I, tell, I tell you, you know. You know Business school. You I'm know what? You know what? I want to say this. Real Burr. I want to say this. <laughs> yeah. Forget about being Burr. Um, but, he, but he had a mustache. He did. He did. Yeah. And he he, had a, and I don't have a mustache. And you always trust a black man that has one. I don't have a um, mustache. I, I will say this. I don't have a uh, mustache. I do have a little hair. I see like three strands. No, I, but, shaved, um, I shaved this morning. I don't have a mustache. Uh, did you use magic shave? No, I used... Nair? Um, Nair? Nair? <laughs> Some bitch shit, right? No, listen. What I want to say is this. <laughs> say it. Even like how he mentioned Chris... Uh, Br- how do you say? Broussard? Broussard. I mean, uh, you know, just... Good schooling is still important. Yes. You know, I, I remember when I was young, I, you know, I, I didn't care for school. And, and I remember people telling me, especially in the corporate world, I, you know, I would see these people come in and I would laugh at them because it was like uh, the non really school people would make money, but only for a certain amount of time, because then these college graduates would come in. For a small amount, but then next thing you know, they're the fucking. They uh, had the discipline and the drive. They were the manager or the or the CFO. Or, the point I'm trying to make is like good schooling still gets you that opportunity and still gets you a lot of paper. You know that, I mean, you got to put a lot of work my, in. Motherfucker went to Harvard. I know, but he and went to business Harvard. school. Harvard. Okay, you you got to understand something, Pete. Uh, Clink scales is not <laughs> a regular. He's he's his pops was on the globe trotters, man. Yeah, yeah but that is he he's he's. His pops turned down the He's Knicks. He's a super Negro. Super. Forget about it. I'm not getting into that. God forbid me and Combat go at this again. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is- Don't you say nothing about no dare fix your lips. Negroes, B. I'm not. I'm not fixing it. But I'll tell you one thing. Good schooling. Go to fucking school, man. Finish college, man. Do something. Yep. He, he, he is a super Negro. I mean, he's one of the gifted ones. He's one of the talented 10th. Mm. How many people right now are in Harvard? I don't give a fuck. Oh, no. Listen, man. no, I'm just wondering how many people you think. I don't Thousands. give a fuck. Okay, if you're a freshman in Harvard right now, okay, you have a chance. Listen to this episode. You possibly can have these opportunities that this guy had if you have the drive. I think, getting, they, I think, I think, they, I think they know that Combat already. Jack, when you when you were uh, upstate at Cornell, yeah, freshman, yeah, were you hazed? No, no. Do you think if you were hazed, 
you'd be a different person than you are now? You think you'd be tougher? Um, but I got he did get my hazed. second year. Fraternity. Quasi when I pledged. Mm-hmm. By some niggas from CW Post. Sigma. Shout out to CW Post. CW Post. That's my alma mater. Ratchet ass Sigmas over You know there. what? They canceled that. They, yeah, they stopped I, I seen the Sigmas coming. They I stopped the Sigmas. Coming and they deserve that shit. And then, too. They, then, they let thought, them, then they let them go. They let yeah, them have the. Ratchet you know. ass. Nah, but I got Hayes. And, and you know what? The, what Yo. I learned from that is when I was dean of the next line, and some motherfuckers tried to haze my line, I was like, "Y'all get the fuck <laughs> off my campus!" Like this shit. I don't. So you didn't participate in actually hazing others? Nah, I, I mean, you know, every now and then, motherfuckers wouldn't get my projects done, and I give them the wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What would you give them? Now nah, you didn't go to college. I'm not even going. I thought you were part of the lamb, the lamb, the lamb. You weren't part of the lamb, the lamb. Anyway, listen. Sigmas man. was no joke, though. B in New York City, Sigmas. Was nah, like, it was no joke. Nah, Sigmas was not the jokes. I, I don't think people even recognize where hazing comes from. Where does it come from? Hazing was part of Fright Night for new slaves brought to a plantation. You get your door kicked in in the middle of the night while you're sleeping. And you get terrorized. How do you know about this, man? Uh, because my father was a slave. <laughs> <laughs> my my father came from Virginia, yeah. and you when you came from the South, like this is some shit Killer Mike would know, mm. because you you keep these these instances and these memories alive through other generations to let people know. Listen, Friday night happened up here in uh, New York after Sean Bell got shot up. Mm. They, police were kicking doors and forty projects. He's People were kicking doors in the 40 projects, getting trying to find out who saw what. Mm. So pledging is still alive, huh? No. Slavery. The remnants of slavery. <laughs> man, still alive, listen, my listen, dude. I'm tired, man. It's been a long episode. <laughs> it's been a long fucking year, man. Slavery. Year. Slavery is still alive. Internet's. <laughs> Yo, you know hold what up. It is. Shout out to Power 105 for holding us down. Look, powerhouse. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was nice. 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 Powerhouse. Yeah. Power 105. We didn't get the, the backstage like some other motherfuckers. But you <laughs> right, know. right. We didn't get to smell Nicki Minaj. Yo, I saw that. I saw that. started from the bottom and we still, still here. here. That's Why right. we didn't get to smell Nicki Minaj Boonky? I don't know, man. We smell Little Kim's. crazy. Mm. Yeah. Stupid. Nicki yeah. Minaj's Boonky is stupid. in real life. Listen, let me wrap this up. What is that? Internets. You know what? And is that, uh, is that that's some Trini meat? <laughs> Booty meat, that's chinny, trinny chicken meat. Like tea. what is that? That's like some raw tea and and um, bus up shot and all that. <laughs> Yo, she ate up a lot of bus up shot growing up, man. With Sarah. Yeah, what you call, what you call that eggplant mix? Yo, yeah. Nicki Minaj in real life has a horse oh ass. Yeah, it starts from the middle of her back. Dude. It don't even make sense. Is that shit enhanced? I mean, it has to be enhanced. Because I, I look at the old images of Nicki Minaj and she was mannish. Mm. Yes. She was real mannish, but boyish, it, it, narrow, I narrow. I think she had a little uh, help. Her ass don't make no sense, mm. man. I mean. That's, that's, that's kind of. And the bodysuit chair was it? What, what kind of Chanel bodysuit? Versace. 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 That was Versace. Did you man. see Kim Michelle's? K. Michelle's uh, booty meat? K. Michelle booty oh meat. Oh, my yeah, God. You forget about it. Booty meat's all over she the place. She got some juices. Internet is cuffing. Is it cuffing season right now? Yes, we, it we, is. we deep in the cuffing season right now. We we in the cuffing season. About to approach the cuffing season playoffs. Internet, if you're in the cuffing <laughs> season, man, grab yourself some nice, healthy, warm booty meats to hug onto that shit when it starts snowing. There's nothing better than big booty meat when it's cold That's outside. Right. That's right. What am I holding on to? Listen, internet, let's Let wrap this know shit what up, it man. smells like. We meandering right now. You know what it is, man. <laughs> Dream those dreams of the man up those leaves. Ah! Mm-hmm. Booty meat.
It's the universe flows of Technicolor and surround sound. Blow them out. <laughs> <laughs> F your radio. F your TV show. Until next episode. Numenati! Cheer. Cheer.